0: welcome to the one one i am bj ryan episode 92 is sponsored by betfair don't bet harder bet smarter at betfair the uh one one hq is a quarantine zone at the moment and as a result we are recording a remote edition via zoom and uh zooming in today alongside the man they call the perth racing guru terry layton g'day terry Good morning, Bernard. How, uh, how are you? COVID's is
1: just te- tearing us apart, Guru. What's going on, mate? Yeah, it's never tear us apart. Well, the, the house won't be a COVID. We don't have to worry about COVID again. Well, we won't have to worry about COVID again. Famous, <laughs> Famous last, last words. words. <laughs> uh, we won't have to worry about uh, my house being quarantined again after Sunday night. Uh, poor old Jared's had to uh, do a two-week uh, quarantine after the loss to Brizzy. So not only is he Missed out on, um, missed out on the 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 final series was, as an Eagles employee, he's uh, he's got to sit at home and twiddle his thumbs for a couple of weeks. So um, yeah,
0: and exactly. uh, and he had to celebrate his uh, his birthday from the confines of one uh, one HQ. He did, he yeah.
1: did, he certainly did. He happy, was uh, Happy birthday, was happy.
0: Jared. Yeah, no, he's
1: pretty happy that Captain Chaos got up in the last. Otherwise, it might have been a more sombre birthday for him, I'd suggest. But um, yeah, no, happy birthday. I think he, yeah, he's, uh, he's looking old.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Jared, Jared Heesman, happy birthday, and also one of my one of my best mates as well, Tommy Atkinson, happy birthday to Tommy. Tommy, he uh, he's a he's a good man. Tommy works for uh, works for Triple M in the uh, he's the, the sports producer there, and uh, Tommy celebrated forty years, uh, his, his 40, 40th birthday yesterday. So congratulations to uh, to my great mate Tommy Atkinson. So another big thank you goes out to last week's guest, Lockie Taylor his fourth or fifth time on the on the 1-1 and and he was his uh usual composed and uh uh very well spoken self Lockie found a few winners and uh it was good to have uh have the man on the on the show with us terry
1: certainly was it certainly was always a pleasure to have uh to have locky on the show and uh yeah he um he leaves us for dead when it comes to uh to media training and uh, and being well spoken and just all round um,
0: professionalism
1: and just just being a good bloke <laughs> in
0: general. Yeah, he
1: probably leaves us for dead in every sense. So uh, no, it's always a pleasure and look forward to having him on again in a in a month or two. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we almost sprinkled a little bit of magic dust on uh, Lockie Taylor as well because the OBH was home for mm. all money, and then uh, yeah. and then the uh, obviously the Jimmy Taylor trained OBH and Gunmetal Grey right on the line pipped him.
1: Yeah, thank God for that. Um, yes, yes, you're not wrong. Yeah, thank God for that. Sorry, Lockie, but definitely was cheering against you on uh, on that occasion. But uh, yeah, no, the magic dust does uh, does tend to does tend to wear off. What was his other one? They had point taken. So then the, they only had the two runners, yeah. and uh, point taken finished. So that was better than I expected. So um, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Oh, jeez, you, you know, person. you yeah. The, the magic, what do I know? The mag, the one one magic dust. It's fair to say, well mm. and truly wore off by the time we uh we made our way to the uh, wa racing awards night on saturday night terry fair mm. to say so um, yeah so the boys uh we had a table of 10 of um uh the guru myself and uh eight of our uh, great mates and supporters marched into the perth convention center hoping for a uh, prominent showing in the uh wa racing media award um yeah, lay lay out the the evening, Terry, and uh, and, and just your thoughts on uh, on on the result. Well, first of all, I've I've
1: realised that trying to go um, glass for glass of well, first of all, let's go right back to the beginning. The mm-hmm. beer on offer was cult and dry, so there's a little bit a little bit of flatness. Uh, Hollingsworth. Uh, Crips. Yeah, no, they were, they were, there was some flatness earlier with yeah. the beer on offer of being cold and dry, but anyway, that that meant an early transition to me for red wine, and I've tried to, I've tried to go glass for glass with Michael Heaton, and if there's one thing I've learned from the night is not to go glass for glass with Michael Heaton. The only more impressive than his wine drinking was um, the eleven bread rolls he managed to consume before we'd, uh, before we'd barely sat down, but um, we sat down. We're excited about the evening. Um, look, competitive field uh, assembled mm-hmm. for the particular award we were up for, and um, Stevie. Okay, just,
0: Stevie Butler, Paddy Sweeney, Stevie
1: Butler, Paddy Sweeney, Jay, Jay Rooney, Rooney,
0: Cam Newbold yep. does it does a tremendous job uh, Newbold, promoting yep. uh, thoroughbred horse racing in the Great Southern.
1: But um, unfortunately, we're. Um, we were uh, ah, we fell short at the final hurdle, BJ, mm, and, um, and and didn't uh, didn't get the job done, which is a bit disappointing. So, uh, but well done to the winner, um, Justin Friss. Um, I still, I'm not entirely certain who Justin is or what he does. Um, which which is a bit unique. Uh, I, I consider myself. I'm going to sound like such a bad loser here, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, I consider myself quite the racing Nuffy BJ. And I, um, I listened to the, the aftermath with, um, with Lockie and Michael and, uh, Marty on Sunday mornings, and I'll read all of Jay Rooney's articles, the majority of them. Um, in the West, I'll, I'll see every piece that Julio does. The Nick Nat and Pikey piece was huge. I, I love what Paddy Sweeney does when he does focus on West Australian racing. Cameron Newbold, I even read all of his stuff in the Albany paper, thinking it's great. I I hadn't heard of, of Justin Friss. I'd never read one article he'd written. I I, I didn't know anything about him. So it was, um, it was a surprise victory for me, for someone who likes to consume W R racing content at a at a pretty high rate. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much about Justin. I guess I I've tried to do a bit of research, but I haven't been able to find out a huge amount. So I was hoping you could shed some more light on the matter. That, DJ.
0: No, no. Like all respect to Justin. I uh, I am unfamiliar with his work, but uh, Charlotte Mills, who uh, who awarded the. Um, I guess the award on Saturday night said that he covered the Bunbury Turf Club season uh, throughout the throughout twenty 2020, twenty 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 one uh, and did a piece on the Bunbury Turf Club redevelopment, which I uh, have not seen. But congratulations to to Justin. Just just the award says here it acknowledges excellence in journalism and broadcasting, along with outstanding efforts to spread the news of thoroughbred racing in Western Australia. So I guess when you think of the work that Steve Butler does when he does a feature on on racing, uh, it, it's a big spread in, in the West Australian newspaper or, uh, or he talks about racing on Tab Radio or in his segments on 93.7. So there's plenty of exposure, spreading the news of thoroughbred racing in Western Australia. When Paddy Sawaney does uh, his, his um, feature pieces to camera, uh, as part of his role as the Channel Nine uh, sports reporter, then that's that's a big deal for West Australian racing. That's uh, that's the news stuff, and that's a big audience. Jay Rooney, of course, is uh, the West Australian new- news hound. Everything that he does is, uh, is, um, is 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 hard work, and and he can, he's yeah, he's got his uh, finger on the pulse when it comes to everything. WR racing relator. and as we said, Cam Newbold works his uh, works his backside off to promote the game in in the Great Southern and uh, in his role working at the um, Albany Advertiser. And uh, uh, but yeah, like as a consumer of horse racing media and and um, and news, I uh, I can honestly say that I am I'm unfamiliar with Justin's work. I would, um, but I'm um, looking forward to reading some of his stuff because he has uh, clearly set the set the bar very high, Terry, as far as um. Journalism and broadcasting, as far as WA thoroughbred horse racing is concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We also need to apologise if this episode comes out late today. Um, I was down at the police station all morning, just um, reporting the crime that was committed Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: there was a there was a. Okay, no, in all seriousness, though, what price? What price do you did? When you walked in, what price did you think we were and what price did you think the eventual winner was?
1: I thought we were $3, bucks, 2 dollars yeah. 50 I thought yeah. we were probably favourites. I think just because we're we're a bit varied, I, I like to think our, our general podcast is fine, <laughs> but I, I think it's the, the the searching interviews that probably, for me, gave us slight favouritism. I, I, I've, um, yeah, I feel like we've really grown into those with Adam and Simon and Peter Hall, yeah. um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but... Yeah, I I I thought maybe Cameron Newbold might have won He's the stuff he done, you're right, he works his ass off down yeah. in um Albany yeah. and the stuff and he's continually promoting, promoting, promoting. If you're gonna give it to a regional one, it was Cameron Newbold, by the way. So. Um but yeah, no, Frissy was um yeah, he was he was the full four figures on Betfair. He was trading at hundreds, nobody wanted to uh yeah, he was,
0: he was, yeah, he, was, yeah, uh, he, was he was sort of purist style odds, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Richie Bell was on the yeah. So um <laughs> No, yeah. so uh but for me, yeah, like I, I didn't think that we honestly I didn't think that we would win. I thought it would either be Patty, uh, Patty Sweeney, Steve Butler or um, or Jay or, or Cam Newbold. I thought I thought they all had strong claims. So um, but congratulations again to Justin Friss and uh, however I will say one last thing on the he did cover Bunbury extensively and did a um, did a piece about the Bunbury Turf Club redevelopment. But the um, we did we did interview Alex Doble from the Bunbury Turf Club twice. Uh, during the season <laughs> and we did a full preview on Burmbury Cup day as well so I don't know Jerry what, what more can we do here at one one you know what I mean? Uh, look it's, sometimes it's nice to be uh, unheralded you know
1: <laughs> we, we don't like to pump our own <laughs> tyres up well, you got two of the two of the top 13 tipsters in in Australia for the month of August either they so. <laughs> say. How's that though by the way? Well done though. Well done on your uh, on your fourth place, uh, fourth, fifth, third, Fierce, I think. Oh yeah. Fierce, yeah. Fifth, fifth yeah. Fifth, fifth, fifth. In the um yeah, the uh, the old tip stalker. Yep. Follows the uh, follows the stuff online. I thought Scotty Emery would be very hard to beat, and he was number two, but it was good to see a lot of WA tips in Jimmy, there. James Jimmy Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Yep. James Ledger, he's um he's a he's a pretty sharp operator. I think he works for punters.com.au. yeah uh, Adam McGraw, who's over in America, he was on the
0: list. Yeah, I saw Adam, uh, yeah. I didn't even know he was tipping again. That's good. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adams, uh, Adams on there, and uh, there might have been another. I'm not sure, but yeah, there was four or five uh, WA um, on the on the on the top. So uh, uh, just getting just going back so, to yeah. the
0: awards night. So mm. what what stung more the the dig? Uh, are we still going with I thought the, we were finished. The dig deep snub or the uh, or the one one snub? What what what, um, what what hurt more? Do you think?
1: Um to be honest and I I genuinely mean this neither of them really hurt the awards so I'm having I have a lot of fun with this type of stuff and then having a crack and it genuinely is me having a lot of fun I'm not I did not lose one ounce of sleep from either of them I really I'd I'd be lovely to win them don't get me wrong but I yeah I I don't really care all that much um but the one one I thought was um Oh, yeah, the 1-1 one, one was stiffer, considering the uh, the eventual outcome. 10 snips that deep, the trip of the Karakata, and I can understand, uh, I can understand. No, actually, no, they are not. They were both Robs. It's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I've changed my mind. No, nah, no, nah, there's just there's robberies everywhere. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, so yeah, no, I, feel the, like, I feel like I'm in a third world country, and you you can't walk down the street without getting your, your pocket picked.
0: I had some I had some words prepared just in case we did win, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna <laughs> did say. You, I, did I think you I, really? I, I'm just rattling around in my head, not not formally written or anything like that. But um, oh. I uh, but I'm gonna save most of it for our hundredth episode. Um, which is yeah. coming up coming up very soon and we can thank everyone mm-hmm. and and, uh, and do it properly. But um, but yeah, like I, but but um, just to get the one one recognised and nominated for the award was 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 a feather in our caps, Terry, and we appreciate that um, that we're uh, we we're able to um, to be a part of that and have our names read out on the night for our contribu- contribution to to the industry. And actually, I got a lot of um, in the lead up to the event and on the night and post the event. I've had lots of um, messages of support and and well wishes and and uh, thanks for um, for the efforts that we we put into to promote the game the great game that we both love and um, and yeah uh, just to everyone who who reached out and uh, wished us luck in the on the awards night and and um, has uh, has thanked us for our for what we do and what we what we love doing we really appreciate appreciate that we appreciate all our listeners all our all the support that we get win lose or draw it was terrific to be a part of the uh, of the awards night and um and yeah as i said before obviously justin has set the set the bar at a at a very high standard and now it's up to us to uh, to reach his level in the next racing season guru yeah that's it So going back to our 100th episode celebration, don't forget, listeners, we're going to be organising a day out at the races. That's Ascot Racecourse, I think. It will fall on Saturday, October thirty, which is Prince of Wales Stakes Day. So, looking forward to that. More information will be released in in the next week or two with some uh, with some formal uh, dates, times, and etc. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, we've got a bit to look forward to. Guru, any any updates for listeners on this tipping competition that you've been uh, brainstorming?
1: Nope. <laughs> in a word, no. There aren't any updates yet. Ne- next week, I'll have it uh, locked and loaded.
0: Last week, of course, the feature event was the, uh, the Goodwood Sprint, Too Close to the Sun, Lindsay Smith, William Pike, walked him stacked, racked, sprinted home and was too good, heavily supported as well. Um, what happens now with Too Close to Sun? I suppose he's, he's probably going to go for, have another crack at the oh. railway and the Kingston Town Classic later this uh, this spring.
1: Uh, how many options are there for Too Close to Sun though? What a what a great horse to own! Like you're going back to the thirteen hundred and winning it. Don't get me wrong; it was it was gifted to it. I think mm. the, the only the only issue I think a lot of people had were um, something surprising taking it up and then Too Close to Sun not being able to out sprint But the way it was run and him and um, Samerstack getting well off the pace, it was it was over a long way out. Um, but what, what, there's great options. You could race Too Close to Sun at thirteen hundred. You can go up to the it could probably win over what's the One didn't it win a race at Mooney Valley over
0: 24 2500 yeah not not sure not so much carrying weight it was over I think it's one over 2040 the Cox plate distance so uh, I'll double check that yeah. while you're talking though but yeah he won the uh, was it the Ascot gold Cup over 1800 meters um, last uh, where are we so he's um he, yeah no you're right he's won up to 2350 is the longest he's won over mm-hmm
1: yeah no I uh, yeah I uh, that was the warnable colour yeah, just last a marvel year. just yeah. a marvel but definitely railway stakes can handle a high cruising speed um, yeah railway stakes 100 percent. it's uh, it's it's race to lose I reckon just about the early favourite B J he
0: really definite, definite favourite he really zipped home too after getting that soft lead so showed a bit yep. showed a bit of dash which I didn't necessarily think that he had in him but. Uh, Broke 33 for the last 600 and gave nothing behind him a chance. Tell him we're coming. Sammer's filled the places. And, of course, um, too close to the sun, trained by Lindsay Smith. And there's an interesting runner on, on Saturday, which we'll get to soon. Cheerful moment, Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that Giulio Santarelli during the week said that this horse may, in fact, be heading to Melbourne alongside Sammer's uh on a flight um, east. And uh, he might be heading towards a Victorian derby campaign. Can you tell us a bit about that? Was it a
1: snippet you got from Santa?
0: Yeah, it was a
1: snippet. <laughs> was a Actually, snippet yeah. From Santa? Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't tell you a huge amount about that. I, I've seen the same tweet as you. It's still nommed on on uh, Saturday at 11.51. Uh, it's $7, $7 in the, um, in race number two. Yep. Uh, but, it's, uh, yeah, it's around about 15 $16, $17 bucks, uh, wherever you shop for the Victoria Derby. So, Yeah. I'd say they're, they're going that way. And, um, yeah, trying to trying to win a G1, yeah, with a last start maiden winner, which form wasn't franked, but it was a aesthetically a very nice win, a very tough win, um, a horse that might have the the ability to get the journey. You'd, you'd back in uh, Lindsay Smith to know which horses would and which horses wouldn't run out twenty five hundred from a pretty uh, young age, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. He's got the score on the board, especially when it comes to uh, these staying events and and the Victoria Derby, of course, which a race that he has won before. Mm. Now. Uh, speaking of Giulio Santarelli, he was initially scheduled to be our guest on next week's edition of the One One. He uh, we've had to reschedule, and now he will be oh. joining us in two weeks' time on Thursday, September 16. Looking forward to having Giulio Santarelli join us for an entire episode of your West Australian Racing Podcast. But today, I uh, Terry, I had the absolute pleasure of talking to professional yard watcher Nat Francis. Uh, I'm sure people would have seen Nat. Uh, walking, uh, walking around, very intently watching the horses on race day um, at various tracks across Western Australia amazing job that she has amazing role that she performs um within the industry and uh yeah there was a we had to cover a lot of territory there's a lot that goes into um yard watching and uh and what she does so um had a terrific chat to to nat which we recorded earlier and um yeah just gonna give the listeners an opportunity to uh to learn more about nat francis and uh and what she does
1: I'm very much looking forward to uh, to listening to it. I feel like, uh, yeah, I miss I miss this one being remote, and uh, yeah, very much looking forward to tuning in. And I reckon there's a lot we
0: can learn as punters um, about what uh, what Nat's got to say. It is time to partner with Betfair and preview Jolly Beggar Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are recording episode 92 of the 1-1, your West Australian racing podcast. It is almost 12 noon on Thursday, the 2nd of September. Northam in action this afternoon, Belmont on Saturday, and it's Coolgardie Cup Day at Kalgoorlie this Sunday. No doubt you'll be getting Mm. involved in, uh, in Kalgoorlie, Guru. Without doubt,
1: without doubt, always look forward to me Sundays at uh, at Kalgoorlie. Heading out for a luncheon on Sunday. Actually, I'm going to um, with with Nicola and her friends. The uh, what's the Irish pub in Uh, uh I can't think of its name. Anyway, going somewhere for a couple of guinea, for a couple of guinea on uh, on Sunday. So I'll be that I'll I'll be that, I'll be that person at the table looking under the phone and watching Kalgoorlie races <laughs> while everyone else is conversating. So
0: now, uh, what about remember. the football? What a week! The mm. AFL grand final has been confirmed for Optus Stadium. We've got a uh, – what is it? What do they call it? A final this Saturday? Yeah, semi semifinal yeah. this Friday night between Geelong and the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Also known as the, the also-rens. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they'll be in action at Optus. And the following week, it'll be the winner of Geelong Giants will play Melbourne in a preliminary final. And, of course, uh, the winner of that goes through to the grand final. There's – mate – Perth's going to be absolutely rocking with that. Are you coming
1: to the? Are you coming to the prelim?
0: I'm, I hope so. I'll be there. I'm. I'm definitely there. Tommy Atkinson and I are going on Friday night. What's the plan for the prelim? What have we got? What are we got cooking? Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, well, I got some. I got some tips. I asked you yes. I need to know today though. Oh, is this part, of, we the, this part of the part <laughs> of I've been offered a grand, I've been offered a grand fight, some grand final packages as well, but uh, not, not cheap, not cheap. I'll tell you what, that, um yeah,
0: once in a lifetime opportunity. That.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll be there and I'll be there, but um, yeah, Ooh. no, looking forward to it, mate. This is, so, uh, yeah, maybe we discuss that afterwards,
0: eh? mate. This is going to be this is, the next three or four weeks in, uh, in Perth is just going to be. Immense, immense I can't wait I mm. uh, can't wait so if if um imagine if we can get a berth at the grand final that would be something else um hopefully hopefully it's a Melbourne port I think I think they're the two best teams for mine and uh and uh that that, that would be a uh, a fitting grand finale I would have thought for season 2021
1: I don't want to put the mockers on them because uh, we've got a little syndicate with a few of the lads, bread bags, McChaff and Connaughton. And uh, we backed uh, back the Ds for the flag a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we'll I don't want to put the mockers on them. Oh, I think we just took about four bucks. But yeah. um, it was more just for an interest sake. But, uh, yeah, I think Ds are very, very hard to beat. I reckon away from I think The only team that you come across here and knock them off would be the um, – would be the Doggies at the best. I reckon that would be the best grand final. If the Doggies can find it in the next couple of weeks, that would be your best grand final. Uh, There's something about Port Adelaide I just find a little bit unlikable. Maybe like it's, it's probably their president, Could be their coach. There's, num- <laughs> there's a number of options, um, there's a number of options.
0: Actually, I, I, I was, I completely, I know this is a racing podcast, but I completely, I haven't seen a lot of Port this year, but what I saw last Friday night, I was like, oh, hang on, here we go, these are, they're the real deal Port, they were very nah. good, dis- very good dispatching of Geelong on their home turf, so yeah, they, uh, Geelong, uh, Melbourne and Port, that would be the grand final for me, I think that would be, that would be something else, but uh, anyway, we've got all that to look forward to Guru over the next three or four weeks. And uh, so racing is going to be heating up. Footy is going to be heating up. The uh, west coast of Australia is going to be the place to be.
1: Yep, certainly is. I'm uh, yeah looking forward. Great time to be a groper of sand. Exactly. All right, over to you. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City mates, get out. Stakes competition, and don't forget our champs and challengers. See how I got yeah, rid of the new. Yeah, very, well very well done, AJ. Yeah. Uh, addition of the Mundaring Hotels, WA Racing Mastermind. Uh Brad the Butcher McManus comes back for another uh for another crack and uh and Brennan um what's Brennan's last name? Fiennes, Brennan Fiennes. Brennan Fiennes from um yeah, one of the one of racing's good guys, very hard worker for Perth Racing, always a very happy face. Um and you're, you're telling me he's a pretty astute judge as well. Uh yeah. to challenge McManus.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good contest. I think they're quite Brad is the uh, is the incumbent. He's the current master one. But I, I think Brennan don't underestimate Brennan. I think this is going to be a close one. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, that will, yeah, un, that will unfold up. after race four of our preview. Now, uh, all right, onto the preview. Yeah, but what, are, what what can you tell the listeners about your little side hustle, the Betfair Edge, on a Friday? Um,
1: what can I tell them? I can't tell them a huge amount at this stage. What um, you and Miles Fitzer? Yeah. Yeah. Fitzy. We're just, uh, just enjoying ourselves. It's, uh, we're actually really enjoying it. We really just, uh, I forget that we're on air and we just, yeah, it's a bit different to this because you can edit out uh, if I, if we use the wrong words occasionally. But uh, mm. yeah, it's um, no, it's good. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun uh, on SEN. We get a guest on every week and go through the card. And Fitzy, um, yeah, he's a pretty offensive man. Fitzy, he's, uh, he's making making some moves though. Fielding for Benzley for a couple of weeks, and he's commentating the uh, the finals. Some of the finals on SEN, which is a huge gig, um, and he's he's very good at it. He can, geez, he can. He can talk underwater, and that's coming from me. So, um, yeah, tune in Fridays. Uh, WA Bet Fair Edge,
0: Sen, download 5, 7 the app, three p.m. <laughs> download the app, exactly right. Download, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who, uh, right. Any idea who who you might have on tomorrow? No, well, we're just
1: saying. We were just actually talking about it. We were. It'd be a good week to get um, Luke Fernie on, but we, we we get him on every second week because it's it's such an easy one, just a text. But obviously, with um, the favourite, I see red, and and the favourite in the last in the, uh, the knife probably mm. being the most intriguing runner of the day. Uh, Luke could be a cracking one to have on again. Especially, so especially go, with, go, with go the, the Fernie,
0: well. Fernie operation in full swing at uh, Uncle Gaddy Cup Day as well, Guru. So, exactly. Yes, especially with
1: the slug the slug going down the... to to Kalgoorlie on the Sunday as well. That's probably his main runner for the weekend.
0: Mm. Gary, get on, the slug.
1: No, no. (laughs) Do do not back the slug. The slug will be under the odds. The slug is a slug.
0: Who do you reckon is going to win a race uh, first, the slug or Escalating? Neither. (laughs) Escalating. I haven't seen
1: Escalating again since (laughs) it's... Yeah, I think it ran a good fourth in a in a class one or something at Jero. But uh, no, good luck to the new owners of Escalating. You're, you're very likely to need it.
0: Yeah, good luck to the owners of the Slug as well. One of the, mm. one, of the one of the great names uh, of the game is the Slug Lover. Mm. All right, let's move on to Jolly Beggar Stakes Day. This sad day, uh, September four, Belmont Park. Maximum of nineteen. Mostly sunny. We've had a little bit of rain the last twenty four hours or so, Terry. Uh, clearing tomorrow, which is great because it's my daughter Isabel's. Sports Carnival, go gold, go gold, go, um, go gold, go gold, and uh, so we'll be cheering on Isabel uh, tomorrow for her sports carnival. Hopefully, the the sun is out, but hopefully the sun is out again on Saturday, and we've got a drying track after a what was it yesterday? Was it a six or a seven at Belmont yesterday, Terry?
1: Uh, well, it started a five, was downgraded after race one to a seven. Okay, uh, Lucy rode ours. Yemen yeah, I last in the first, and she came back to Luke and said. Um, it's she, she felt it was a heavy track. She felt it was comfortably a heavy track the way it felt under her yep. underfoot. Um, and it's currently rated a heavy eight um, as we speak at about midday on Thursday. Last time we sat here in a similar conditions, didn't really rain much. Um, and we started with a soft seven and we both predicted a soft five. There isn't actually, tomorrow's is really, really dry, uh, really um, cold cold. Still, yeah. So it probably yeah. won't um it probably won't uh, dry up all that much. So I, I reckon a soft six is probably your safest bet. It's definitely uh, going to be
0: affected, isn't it? So,
1: yeah, yeah, I was allowing for a soft five and I did my form last night, but I think it's probably going to be closer to a uh, to a soft six, I think so. a fair assessment. And the rail is at the true position. Um, and the last couple of times have raced at the true position, it has been favourable to be on or closer to the speed. It was only sort of Samizdat and Brave Dream that made some really good ground down the centre of the track last time out so I think good gates are uh, favourable um, yeah good gates are favourable
0: okay um, alrighty so let's move on to race one of the day the tab touch West Speed Platinum handicap oh, pretty low-key sort of event to kick things off Terry and the current $2.40 favourite is number two General Grant is that the way you're leaning, mate? Yeah,
1: definitely. It's uh, you say low key, but sometimes with low key, you can just put lines through a few of them. Um,
0: you can put lines through. May, player, last week, it's
1: it's, you know, man. I'm, I'm a I love to find value, and I love to to punt at a price. But last week, we said to target three horses in gunmetal grey. Um, what were the other two? Brave Dream and uh, the captain, captain. Chaos. Yeah. In the last, and um, we got a, a couple of photos there, which was nice. And we, this to me, is the exact same situation, but we're going to target four horses. Um, this, this is, is, one of is them? the first of the four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this probably, this is probably the least of the four, but there's not much in it. I really do like all four. Um, General Grant, I think I, I was very confused last start. I had General Grant, a short price favorite in that class one, uh, a fortnight ago, 10 days ago. Um, and I heard Stephen Miller, the trainer, and other people talking pre race, saying, Oh, they were really disappointed with the first up run where it was beaten three length special pitcher. I, I didn't understand the disappointment. This is a horse that has a flat spot. Um, which he clearly hit on a heavy eight first up at 1400 meters. So basically if you're a horse with a flat spot and you're racing on a heavy track, your, your flat spot's going to be amplified and it's going to be, it's going to be far more obvious. You hit a flat spot, um, on, on a track where your feet are uh, sticking in the ground. Mm. Um, I, I, thought his last hundred meters were huge. I thought if you get rid of the horse in front of him, he finishes a length or two closer and, um, yeah, it just showed he was ready to win. He, he was out the worst part of the going in a class one, which isn't really necessarily. Any a great deal harder than this. Um, he was on the worst part of the going. Sat deep, the trip with no cover, and um, he only won by half length. But it was still a reasonably comfortable win. I thought, like, yeah, he never I really looks
0: like losing. I was on last start, and I thought I was, it was a tear up your ticket job, wasn't he? Three wide, no cover. No, I uh, well, I and, didn't. But it felt it felt like it was going to. Takes a, a something out of the out of the ordinary to win from there. I felt, um, especially when Brad had the stick out early to get him going. But that's the sort of horse he is, isn't he? You're right. He sort of. Yeah. He, he needs to be wound up, and and that almost ended up now profiling the horse it ended up being a good spot for him because it allowed him to 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 brad to 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 maintain momentum not be stuck between horses and build work through his gears so that when he balanced up he was able to um to to level out and, and get the job done under the 60 kgs
1: yeah exactly I, I thought he had something on those last week so when he yeah. when he was stuck deep in you if, if you hit the flat spot you can run through the flat spot without having any um impediment or without being blocked so yeah. that that, for me, wasn't the issue. I don't think Brad Parnham intended to get stuck so, uh, deep. But it, for that type of horse, I don't think it was a bad ride or a bad option at all. If you go back to last prep, um, his last run before a spell, he raced Temptation in a, uh, in a class one. It was a pretty sharp class one. Fiery Bay uh, ran third in that particular race, yeah. and Fiery Bay's a, a sharp operator. And um, Sean McGrady rode him that day, and he rides him again here, and he had a bit of a flat spot in the run from burial one. Um, on that occasion, but he picked up again strongly after about 100 metres of flatness, you'd say, um, and he was going to play a major part in the finish Till so he got chopped out and had to pick up and sprint again. And the fact he did pick up and sprint again to come fourth um, in that particular event, it, I, I saw all I needed. The rise to a mile suit, um, he's really mainly got to beat uh, Speedy Misu, who's been up for a long time and, and looks, looks the obvious test and she maps really nicely, but... I've just I've just got a lack of trust in West Pity Misses at at this stage of the campaign and whether she's still going to win in her. So besides that, I mean you look at the other horses in the market and Strawberry Mist hasn't came back just yet. It'll probably get better. Many Mansions, uh, Nick of Time, their their last performances are both credible. Um, Nick of Time actually ran the quickest last 200 yeah. despite running last. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a horse that's going to give them all a head start. And I still think General Grant can out sprint it anyway. So look, just a very thin race. I've marked General Grant. I couldn't get it any longer than 220. It's now, as you said, around 240. I, I think it might stabilize 260, 270 bet fair late. So I think if you're listening to this now, I think I think we might have the rest of our bet on um, at the 270. As I said, it was 290 earlier this morning. Um, but yeah, pretty confident. General Grant will get us off to a winning start for the day.
0: Bj, I agree. I was two thirty. General Grant. I, I really couldn't make a case for anything else. Also, Speedy Misses is coming off a setback as well. So, um, oh, is it? Yeah, was. Uh, no, just, I didn't know that. What was the setback? Well, I've got here that it was scratched the twenty first of August with um, near hind hoof soreness. But obviously, the the Pierce mm. brothers, they uh, they know what they're doing there. In, uh, hit a bit of form recently with a double like yesterday as well. So, um, yeah,
1: three runners for a first, second, first.
0: Yeah they, yeah, they couldn't
1: do much more in the first, could they? So, it was, um, impressive. What did you think, just quickly, what did you think of the run of Yemen Lass, my horse? Uh, encouraging, actually. I thought, yeah, yeah. Didn't, how well did she travel?
0: Yeah, I thought, I thought you were, you were home there for, uh, for a stride or two, or at least to run, run second. She sort of just got swamped late. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, very encouraging. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's
1: all I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. Okay, some of the owners are listening, I just want to give, make sure we, we feel a bit more positive.
0: <laughs> they, they don't want to hop out yet, so they can keep keep, no. keep paying up for a Yeah, But I think General Grant will uh, will get us off to a flyer. Race one. Yeah. Race two. The here we go. Free entry to Belmont Park Plate. Oh, we love still- it. We love it. How long can it keep going for, honestly? Free entry. It's, uh... it's
1: all It's all season. I actually heard Brittany say, uh, say it yesterday in one of her interviews. She said, free entry all year uh, to Belmont Park. So, um, yeah, it's, amazing.
0: It's, it's, amazing. It's a, it's a steal. It's a deal. It's uh, a sale of the century. Free entry mm. to Belmont Park play. Uh, good clash. He's a sizzler. Tricks of the trade. Cheerful yeah. moment. Three very promising three odds, and there's a couple also that have got some talent engaged as well that that are yet to uh, have the opportunity to, to put it on the board as much as the other three have. But but really, I think most people will be flipping coins between he's a sizzler and tricks of the trade, who filled the Quinella in a similar race to this two weeks ago. But of course, the intriguing runner, which we mentioned in the uh, in the preamble to the show, is Cheerful Moment um cheerful moment of course is the Lindsay smith train runner who who is supposed to be heading across to melbourne for a victoria derby campaign but uh, at the moment is still engaged in race two at belmont on saturday and uh is uh is in the market as well
1: yeah um i'm actually just going to message santa as we speak and try get to mail um re-cheerful moments do we know if cheerful moment is running on saturday um because it does change the complexion of the if, race. If, I mean, what if, if, from if, a speed map point of view, do they roll forward? Is this a prep run for a derby? You just go back and run on into the race. Um, you know, like it's a um
0: yeah. I'm just looking on line here, and Cheerful yeah. Moment is nominated for a race at Sandown on the 8th. That is next Wednesday. So yeah okay so they're, ha- they're having a bo- they're having a bob each way here if they can get across yeah. to mm-hmm. melbourne i imagine they're going and cheerful moment will race will start have its first start in victoria at sound next wednesday if they can't secure that transport then cheerful moment will be uh will be in action at belmont on saturday yeah how's this live yep. podcasting the, the beauty you know yeah yeah, it's, well, it's just, it's what the crowd wants. So, <laughs> you
1: know, it's giving them what they want. I'm actually now just reviewing the place dividend deduction and seeing, because um, it's about to go from an eight to a seven horse field. Yeah, so, cool. I'm trying to do some maths if it makes sense to, there's one I don't mind at a, a little price. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it makes sense to hop in now because you get top three in the seven-horse field rather than it going to top two. And as you said, the top two do look pretty popular. You know, he's a sizzler and um, and tricks of the trade. Um, very little between I mean you, you, you could almost... I was really keen He's a Sizzler last start we got the shockies, but mm. you can almost say that the fact that Tricks of the Trade did the work early to get to the breeze and He's a Sizzler to work hard to get past it um, with a softer run and now gets two kilo. Um, it's a two kilo swing in the favourite Tricks of the Trade. Yeah, yeah the market's got them um, the right gap apart, I reckon. I'm so, I'm sort as, of-
0: as we record, it's uh, He's a Sizzler approximately 235, Tricks of the Trade yep. 260.
1: Yeah. Neither of them are backable prices for me at, at those marks. I, I was 270. He's a sizzler, 370 tricks of the trade. And a lot of that was also on trust in the Morton-Parnham com, combination over the Webster-Turner one, which is nothing against Webster and Turner. It's just the way I punt, um, the way I go about things. Mm-hmm. Um but um yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Tricks of the Trade turn the turn the tables at all. And um it's a it's a nice little clash between those two. Odd placement midweek to see he's a sizzler nommed for the class one. Yeah. yeah. What was going on there, do you reckon? Not sure. not sure gets the five points and everything. And it would have been a gift. Um, but it was just uh, odd stuff. Cause you would have picked up your three points. If you win this, you pick up your four points and you earn three times as much and you're going to go around $2 30. So it's, yeah, it was odd to see he's a sizzler non midweek, but, um, yeah, this looks pretty suitable for the pair. Uh, elite fighter was a nice winner. Um, one, yeah, one yeah, horse I was good,
0: actually.
1: Yeah, we were actually watching that race together and in the run, we both said how well it was traveling and, um, yeah, one uh, one quite comfortably one one runner I wouldn't mind just touching on quickly is uh, Lindram Walter uh, we better give uh, Latham Anderson a bit of a um, bit of a rev up bit of a plug uh, if we're going to talk about Lindram Walter he threw out Marzi pan lad at about 65 70 bucks bet fair SP uh, uh, nine days ago at northern and uh, Marss pan lad got the job done um, I actually threw it in my quaddy just because of that reason got the quaddy nearly ten times and um, so with a $60 pop, and then that's that's all right. But uh, unfortunately, did you, I, I ruined the pool. Did you buy, buy, buy Latham? It, like, it paid like triple. Um, I'm going to – I actually am going to get him something. It paid triple uh, at Green Tab, unfortunately. But uh, so I uh, I wasn't smart. Usually if I'm going to go for a high percentage quality like that,
0: I'd, I'd navigate it across the tab so I don't uh, uh, just, don't ruin the pools and ruin my own uh, dividends. Just out of curiosity, what what, what are you going to get Latham for for that? He gave you a spoil there. What are you going to buy, um, buy there's him? A little, a, there's a little bit. Buy him a uh, beer or something, or you something there's more a, elaborate. There's a little hairdressing place around the corner from the
1: barbershop <laughs> called Short Black and Sides. You get a coffee or a beer and a uh, and a trim. So he might be doing a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a sniff on top. I reckon, old L. Anderson. Yeah.
0: Don't um, touch the so mo though. The mo the has got to stay. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, that's going to last until his, and, until
1: November thirtieth at least. The end of the his, carnival. Uh, that's his trademark. So. It's exactly right, but uh, Lindrum Walter. If you go back, and it's funny, Lindrum Walter and um, Hazel Sizzler actually competed um, in the same two races uh, in February this year. Now the only correct. two races yeah. both competed, yeah. in. it's quite interesting. Lindrum Walter. I mean, it, oh, if you go back and watch that uh, first up run, it was it was really impressive. It was really really impressive, and you can say well. Was it an inferior run to his Sisla? I don't think there was much in it. Harvey sat up late. It ran, I think it ran the quickest last two with him sitting up late. It was a really... It was an eye-catcher. I thought it was a really be-on-me-next-start type run. It went around at a big price because he's a sizzler, then went around $1.30 at Bunbury, mm. um, and and he will had to do some work and got caught deep and uh, it was a really nice run, running third. And again, beat home, he's a sizzler, mm. who you've got to suggest probably wasn't right that day. Um, look, the thing that worries me with Lindron Wilder is the fact he had two trials in April, then two trials in August. Neither of the trials really grabbed me, but he was backed heavily in that maiden at Northern. Never really saw daylight till the final 150. Thought he hit the line really nicely. Um, what I did like about that as well is he showed the ability to jump out the gate. So it's not in, it's not a complete impossibility that they might even try and lead them up with Lindra Walter, but I suspect he'll park on them and be in position A. Look, I'm this is a card where I'm going to be really strongly tipping four favorites at short prices. So I, I am looking for a bit of fun, looking for a bit of value on the card. I'm, I'm probably nine ten bucks, Lindram Walter. Um, you, if you can back pike each way at double your price, you, you just do it from the gate. You know, it's mm-hmm. sort of a no brainer for me. So I do think the winners between he's a sizzler and tricks of the trade, but at, um, what are we talking? $18 each way, Linda and Walter. That's, that's me at the moment. And that's where my little bet each way will go. BJ. Okay.
0: I was what, probably- price, what price were you? I, I- was I uh, was for who? He's a sizzler, Lindrum. Lindrum Walter. I was Lindy. Thirteen dollars. Lindrum Walter. Oh, well, there you go. We yeah. didn't know it it's for W Pike. I uh and uh, but the horse uh, I marked favourite. He's a sizzler. Two thirty. Uh, really impressed. Um, I was kicking myself that was a mug mug move last start hopping off because I was strong on He's a Sizzler's first two runs back from a break and um and hopped off in favour of the front bar. And for hisa sizer to peel off the back of the front bar, go past it, and get over the top of Tricks of the Trade late splits were strong. Listening to Dan Morton and Chris Parnham in the post-race interviews, they've got you can tell that they've got a strong opinion of this horse. They he's a, he's on a steep learning curve. I, I think the the message that they were trying to convey was that he's still got a lot of maturing to do, um, both you know uh, especially when it comes to the mental aspect. Of uh, being a professional thoroughbred racehorse, so he's got the physique, he's got the talent, so. But that win just suggested that they've uh, that he clicked into gear from a mental point of view and was able to put it all together on race day. So that's ominous, as far as I'm concerned. So if if he's if. Chrissy Parham can slot in from the gate, get some cover, cover with He's a Sizzler, balance him up and let him work through his gears later. I just think he's just gonna be he's just gonna mow them down. Uh that was super impressive the other day. Got some real strength, real closing speed. He's a sizzler on top, wins again.
1: What what price are you? 230. 230. Have you ever heard a trainer um say that a horse won't be better next campaign as well?
0: Oh, yeah, especially with the young horses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, there's, there's trainer speak, isn't there? It's like footy speak. Yeah, we just want to win the contested footy. Oh, no, really? <laughs> that, that really surprises me. I thought you were going to go into this game looking to lose contested footy by 30 touches, you know? Like, that was our
0: focus. That was our focus. Yeah, yeah. That, that was our focus. Oh, yeah,
1: we really we really wanted to get off to a good start today. Like, sometimes we go into it want to give the other team a six-goal head start, but no, we wanted to really get off to a good start today. So,
0: on, well, What about the, the um, one, one thing and before we leave, the one thing I have noticed footy speak is you listen to players talk about opposition teams uh every every you 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 listen intently and i bet you you'll notice it more every time they talk about another side they're a quality side Every time.
1: Oh yeah, Every, everyone's Every, everyone's a quality side. Yeah, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder how they
0: were discussing discussing the Eagles late in the year. Yeah, oh, they're a quality outfit, Terry. You know, so we, yeah, do, we knew we had to be, outfit, we, You know, they've been, they've been in the finals. We knew before. we had to bring our best to uh, to knock them off. You know, so they're yeah. a quality team. They're and, a uh, real
1: contested <laughs> Footing side, and yeah, they, they 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 love their forward pressure. Oh yeah, and, that yeah. Was,
0: uh, that was their focus too. You know, so um, but yeah, t- that but, was their focus. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they're a team that likes to score, um, <laughs> and then stop the opposition from scoring. So
1: yeah, so we knew. We Yet to yeah bring out just give me a spell. All right, <laughs> let's let's move on. Race number. We're, we're, not, race number, we're sorry. not. Just for the, we're, just. We're not jaded just to, at all. Just to clarify, we're there, my, my tip is definitely if I was. Um, if I had to just, just select one to win. I don't, I, I've i definitely got Hazel Sizzler on top. But um, working on my prices, uh, if you can still shop at around 20 bucks or near 20 bucks for Lynch and Walter, I think each way we can have something on there. And um, yeah, as I said, it's a rarity. You can back one that's a W runner that's over your odds at 20 to one. So I'm gonna enjoy that rare opportunity, BJ.
0: Makes sense. Race three, the Tab Touch, better your bet, handicap, graduation to uh 1200 meters so um there was strong strong money for sassy trader second up midweek back on a good track and he didn't let his supporters down backed into 225 jump ran led saluted uh comfortably uh ran good time with kesh duran on board Are you predicting a similar outcome in this race on Saturday, race three of the day, Terry? Or do you think something's going to be able to peel off the back of Sassy Trader and get over the top of him late?
1: No, it depends if Cash thinks he's on Alimentaria or Sassy Trader. (laughs) That's probably the. uh, Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Uh, One hundred percent, we're doing that. I I sat there and I I didn't back Alimentaria. So this was yesterday, right? For this for listeners, this was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. sorry, in race uh, I think race four or five, and. I was just watching the race. I didn't have anything major on the race, but uh, just watching it unfold. And um, yeah, at about the 20, I you could see Kesh sit up and I go, he's just sat up on that, and it's cost at third spot. I said, I would be fuming if I was on that each way or for the place or because he's just literally sat up with 20 meters to go and that's costed a hole at I don't know, I think it was probably three, four, five bucks a hole. And that 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 is just my absolute pet pet, pet hate. It's just complete and utter laziness. And, um, yeah, I love with the jockey. Uh, quick chat to Kesh on Saturday night, lovely kid. But, um, I just, I think there needs to be proper penalties imposed for that just to, just as a, um, a deterrent for other jockeys to do it. So yeah, I'd like to see a, a couple of months suspension, um, for that type of thing on, and just people won't do it if, if they're couple rubbed. Out properly. So, yeah. I, I, I think months. all the suspension, I think all the suspensions handed out in racing are, um, for Vera, for some things are, are too thin Um, Yeah, I think the suspension should be more... Savage, Well, well maybe that's maybe that's it i don't know if he hasn't got any priors and maybe just a couple of weeks initially but you've got to you've got to hand out suspensions and make them I physically. think it should be
0: increasing if you're um, a repeat offender for sure geez, yeah, yeah you've got to you got to protect the punter you so, got to protect so, the so, yeah, punter so alimentario so was home for all money to run third and uh Kesh Duran dropped his hands over the last few strides three or four strides and was nabbed right on the line by Jadavi. so ran fourth so place punter's reeling as terry said and i saw a couple of comments on uh on Twitter, I'm not sure what's happened from a steward's point of view, but I imagine he'll be. There would have been an inquiry, and uh, he'll he'll be. Uh, he, there'll be a penalty coming Kesha's way because yeah, that definitely cost that horse running third, and and as a junior rider, that really needs to be stamped out early so that um, <laughs> so that doesn't become become a thing. And uh, and you're right, like they get paid. Per ride, just just ride them out to the finish line. It's not that hard. Just keep going, a few more strides and then uh, okay. then you can uh, down tool. So but yeah, if I was on Alimentaria place, yeah, it's it's that's a bit of pill to swallow, isn't it, Terry? So it
1: certainly is. Certainly is. But back to your question, yeah, Sassy Trader does look well in here. Mm. It's um, that that midweek race just looked like the most amazing setup on paper. It was a soft map. It was a, an incredibly uh, low weight and, and conditions of that race with the claim. It was just. Um, yeah, it was a gift. I think the entirety of Western Australia found Sassy Trader that day, and uh, we all I, got I pretty. Didn't. <laughs> easy. You did it. What were
0: you on? I think I was on Agent Kensington. I think. So. Oh no! Yeah. You followed the drift. I? Followed the drift. Oh, you followed yeah. the drift. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't. Oh. Have, I don't really have a lot of faith in Sassy Trader, but the but it, 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 all the planets aligned for uh, for it that day. But yeah. the thing that impressed me was it ran one ten. All the data that I saw from a sectional time point of view was data. was was, uh, was was impressive. So. Obviously, the, uh, the, uh, Sean and Jake Casey have um, got this fellow right where they want him. Obviously, he's a superior horse finding the rail in front on top of the ground also.
1: Yeah, it was the right spot to be on the day as well. That was a it's the nice lanes. Uh, I think that was lane sort of 18, which is lane, which is a very nice spot to be. But um, back to the true on on Saturday, that's going to be a nice spot to be on the rail. You'd think, especially in race three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it should be hard to run down. A bit more weight here. Um, Dunbar for me gets a really nice map. Um, you've got Atlantis Beach in barrier two, Absolute in barrier one, and Frosty Beverage in barrier four. Now the first three of those are all dropout horses. So I think. Pikey or ride Dunbar with a bit more aggression from the gates and frosty beverage can miss the kick badly. it will be interesting what happens there, but it's not impossible that Dunbar has the back of Sussy Trader here, BJ. Mm. Um, at worst, Dunbar should be in a really nice stalking spot. Um, I, I, Dunbar's coming out of harder races, but, and it's been a little bit unlucky from the draws, but if you go back and watch the final hundreds, I still, you know, it's definitely not going to be one of Bob's top liners, but um it hasn't. I don't know. It's final hundreds. Doesn't really. It hasn't.
0: Lot. It, it like hasn't. A, it's hard. You know what it I mean. hasn't had a lot of. It, it, there hasn't been one race this prep where you think, oh, that that had every opportunity. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, always yeah. been an excuse for this horse. Uh, he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't jumped from less than seven all prep. He's been running against superior opposition than this all on, like, soft fives, soft sixes, which, again, is what he's going to cop on Saturday. But I just think there's going to be a day when the planets align for him again and, and there's oh, this, no, there's no excuses and this is the race. Yeah, this is the race. This, this is it. The, I mean, yeah. even if... Um
1: you got Blooms in the race, which is a really positive. So if he doesn't get to the back of uh, doesn't get to the back of um, Sassy Trader, he probably lands on the back of Blooms. So I know Blooms is the biggest ruffie in the race. Blooms is going super in Kalgoorlie and yeah. probably will take him into the race to some degree or far enough into the race. So um, yeah, Dunbar is a massive player. I've actually marked Dunbar a slight favourite over Sassy Trader, um, but I had very little in it. I actually marked him equal favourite. Sorry, just reviewing my markets here. Um, Mickey Blue Eyes is the one that's – I've got Mickey Blue Eyes at a – uh, shorter price than the current quote. I don't think it'll really shorten. Though. I, I, that last run of Mickey Blue Eyes was so good. Like you just, it just, it was just. That that was a painful one personally as a punter from from a really informed jockey to be stuck deep the trip from Barrier Five um, and to go down narrowly. Uh, Rebel Knight went super last week. That's the best form line just about for this race. Like if you're going through all their form lines and if you look, Mickey Blue Eyes has run behind uh, excellent Dream Last campaign. This is a proper racehorse. If you drew Barrier, if I drew Barrier One with Mickey Blue Eyes. Um, um, this would be your best of the day, mm. but from Barrier Seven, I, I can't have this horse winning without cover. And then, can he make the ground to a catch Sassy Trader from maybe last, or b catch Dunbar yeah, from he, leaders back? Can
0: he come off Dunbar's that's, back
1: and get past him? I don't know. I don't know about that. hundred percent, yes. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's yeah. That's that's a no brainer for yeah. He can he can come off Dunbar's back and beat Dunbar, but just if he. I, getting Dunbar's back is not a, yeah, that's, that's far from a certainty. So, yeah. um, look, I think Mickey Lewis is going just as well as anything this race and, and can win it, but the map worries me. So, um, yeah, the, the, the one thing I will say about this race is after that it's thin, yeah. it is absolutes battling away in Kalgoorlie. Atlantis beach is $11. It's a maiden. Coming out of a very very weak class, I one. I actually like Atlantis um,
0: Beach as a horse, but I did it went into a class one on debut, and now it's in a Saturday race. So I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing it in a maiden. I think it would just uh, just about. Get yeah. The jockeys, so. yeah, you can
1: like. Yeah, it looks like a nice horse, but mm. this is just this is wild placement. Um, mm. Yeah, or, or if you look at that and go, and a Kalgoorlie Battler and Atlantis Beach are your fourth and fifth favourites. You only need to focus on the top three. Um, yeah, there's no real bet for me at the current prices. Besides, what price you did will, you say Dunbar
0: was? Like, you did you had Dunbar? I I was three
1: thirty five a piece. Dunbar Sassy Trader three dollars thirty five a. Piece piece and I was $4 Mickey blue eyes. So Mickey blue eyes is definitely a bet. Um, at those, at those current prices, but I'm expecting money for Dunbar. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting strong money for Dunbar. It wouldn't surprise me. Mickey blue eyes trades even longer than the current price. So look, I, it's one, I don't really want to be on. I probably yeah. should have marked Mickey. I probably should have marked him more $3 a piece and then maybe Mickey blue eyes, 480, 490 type thing. That's probably more accurate, but, um, yeah, it'll probably end up being a Mickey blue eyes bet. But I do, I do think Dunbar will be, um, will be hard to debate. And I think I think Dunbar will start about 260, 270. That's my my guess.
0: I'm Dunbar on top. I was 280 Sassy Trader, 280 Dunbar, Equal Faves. Um and Dunbar on top. I I just feel like this is the day for him. Uh he's had a lot of opportunities. Things just haven't gone to script for him. Um just one of those horses he just just can't seem to um, get the rub of the green at the moment, but hopefully no excuses on Saturday. I'm with you. I think Dunbar will firm as well. I was eight dollars, Mickey Blue Eyes. So, so that was he, he was my um, he was my next in line in betting. So two eighty Sassy Trader. Eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. But yeah, I agree. He was huge last up, but I think this is the day for Dunbar on Saturday. I think he can get over to the top of Sassy Trader late.
1: Yep, Dunbar uh looks very well placed. Uh Julio, Santa just messaged me. We need um, to have a we need Santa
0: snippet sort of signal of some description in the show. Yeah, like a like a free hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um
1: the uh it's, should be going on a plane tonight. It's it still sounds sounds somewhat up in the air, but um uh, the campus said, allow for it not to start, allow for it not to start, but that that isn't a uh, certainty. So uh, a cheerful moments uh, may not be going around us. We may be facing just the seven, the seven runners on, um,
0: on, uh, on, on Okay. Good info. Thank you, Julio. And we'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks, face to face. Race four is the. Uh, I'll see you. You sound like, um,
1: <laughs> what's his name from uh, Happy Gilmore, the big fella? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Um, he doesn't like Shooter McGavin. The, um, oh, yes. The big yeah. fella. The big fella. With a nail in his head. With yeah. a nail in his head. Yeah. yeah, nail his head. yeah <laughs> uh, I'll see you in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mr. Gilmore's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Race number, race number four over the 1600 meters, the Crown Perth Handicap. What a theme Whoa. of today, BJ. Oh. Oh. The, a theme of today is there are just so many races where you could put a line through five or six of them. I found like I, this to me was. This
0: is like an off peak meeting big time. There were
1: just like five. I thought this is, I I like this race a lot. This to me, this was just a, um, there was, there was five races where I knew what I was going to be on. So Like I didn't, and I hate that. Usually yeah. that's yeah. negative. I like to, yeah. I like to be just new. Yeah. And it was more just about navigating what price is acceptable for that runner. And this was, um, this was one of them. This is the second. So we've got um, uh, General Grant in the first BJ. Mm-hmm. This is the second of the plays for the day. Um, and that is the uh, Dan and Ben Pierce trained Roman uh Roman flirt. I with the wizard um, I'm gonna on board. A, with the wizard, yeah. Are you ready for some stats? Now I'm I'm gonna have a little toot here. I priced, and I reckon every man and his dog was on lone hand Larry last night at noon I priced Roman flirt, equal favorite that day at $2.60, right? Put them both at $2.60. Roman Flood opened up $2.70, drifted, and I said, I, I tipped to a couple of people, I said, wait, hold on. Drifted out to $7. Hold. Hold. Yeah, yeah, hold. Drifted out to $7 on Betfair, and uh, needless to say, we got the jockeys. We got lucky. Not, not lucky. Lone hand Larry. It was a very tight finish. Um, but that's a, that was a weak class five, but at the same time, the top two was a very strong class five. It was just from third down. There was nothing else in the race. Um So Roman Flirt, you ready, BJ? Mm -hmm. With William Pike in the saddle. Seven starts, five wins, one second, one third. That second uh, was when it was stiff uh, over the journey. I think it drew wide that day. And the third was a campaign when apparently it didn't come up properly and it still ran third to Peppy Jack after getting up on the fence, mm. probably against its best pattern. Without pike, 10 starts, zero wins, four seconds, one third. That is, I know we have some pike horses and some big numbers of pike horses, but that's that's really telling and, and it is yeah, he just. This is a horse that goes better for the Pike. She has tactical speed to land up there with them. She has when he presses the buttons on her. She actually has really nice acceleration. She handles the going well. She handles this track. Step up to the miles, perfect. The speed in this with Nelson's flight and uh, who's your leader here, BJ? Special View, but allow her to park just yeah. in behind them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is a great, great, great setup for Roman Flirt. Um, the only horse that can beat her and I'm not a big saver at these prices, but I'm going to be saving is phone me. Uh, phone me should land in a very similar spot to Roman flirt. Um, I thought it went super first up over the thousand unsuitable. Thought the last start effort behind Notorious One was good as well. Run the third quickest last 200 behind La Firola and Notorious One. Uh, I think that form will be franked as we go through this card and then probably in next week's Farnley as well through Notorious One. Um, uh, just, uh, just some jury out whether uh, phone me has come back as well. Um, there was a big drift last week, surprisingly, but maps are treat and this is a weak race. The mile should suit and I think it's the clear danger. I've marked them $2.45 Roman flirt, $3.30 phone me. I could have had phone me a little bit longer, I think. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm $11 special view, $14 Seminole Brave, 23 Nelson's flight, so... My blinkers are on here um, that Roman Flirt is a bet at around the $3 mark and we'll get our money back Phone me at just shy of the $5 mark at the moment. Really happy hopping to this race with um, a high degree of confidence, BJ.
0: With you there, mate. That's all. Uh, Roman Flirt, tick, 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 ticks all the boxes here. Um, That was a really hard-fought second up win against a race fit in form. Lonehand Hand Larry, who uh, we'll be covering later in the program, up to mm-hmm. the mile, third up. Pierce Brothers up and about at the moment. Wizard takes the takes the reins from Gate Four. Everything just seems to um, be falling into place for a Roman Flirt. Even luck and running, and she should be uh, winning. Uh, winning this and knocking this field off. I was three dollars. Roman Flirt She's about that at the moment. My I differ from you somewhat. In my in my danger though. I really like the booking of Sean McGrady on Special View. This. Mm-hmm. Um, this horse was uh was was 360 favorite at pinjara last start ridden by christy apprentice christy bennett prior to that was uh was ridden by mitchell pateman uh won first up on a on a heavy track led and won um and then uh couldn't find the rail in front in the noble lawrence speed dream race two starts ago but regardless of that it led and got run over was beaten just over half a length at pinjara the other day but just i don't know how well uh, I know she's only a junior rider. She's still she's still um, learning the ropes. I don't know how well horses are going for Christy at the moment. I don't think she's um, she's ridden a winner for a while. So I think this is a significant jockey upgrade here with with an in-form Sean McGruddy uh, on a leader. I feel as though he can bounce and rate and and Special View is going to respond underneath Sean. I think his confidence is up. He's not riding a lot. It's not in terms of like the the amount of rides he's he's getting, but he's um, he's striking pretty often at the moment, and I feel as though the, the less rides he has on a race day, the the better he performs, and he can really narrow his focus. and um, And uh, I think this, I think Special View can find the rail in front, give a good kick under McGrady. I don't think it, it can win, but I think it's the biggest danger to to Roman flirt
1: yeah. what price for you, uh, Roman Flirt? It's an interesting one. I, I knew I'd marked it probably bare bones, and I knew my eleven dollars special view was was too long, and my price Seminole Brave was also going to be uh, above the bookies' price. But uh, what what price for you, Roman Flirt? Three dollars, Roman
0: Flirt. I uh, was okay. four eighty special view. Okay, Phone yeah. Me uh, six dollars. Six dollars. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Special view will be. Uh, it's a popular
0: popular horse. Usually with punters. It is. Uh, it must have a figure. Well, or, I think it must have a worry, figure or two somewhere. Does it? Because it's, it's Yeah, not,
1: yeah. I, I think so. But my, my worry, um, I love what you said about Sean McGrady, and yeah. that's bang on. He's, he's riding super. And um, I actually really like what you said there about um, uh, the dearth of rides he has per meeting. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's very good stuff. That's very good analysis. You can see why you're number five in the country. Um, <laughs> but uh, my one thing special view is that um, you'd love to see him turn up when there's a bit of pressure applied yeah. every time he's gone up in grade or every time he's he's three wins for for Hayden have been super wins but he's beaten some slow ones with real soft leads. And it's, it's on been the on his track, terms, so. yeah, been
0: on his terms. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's been yeah. on his terms, exactly, exactly. right. So, um, But, yeah, a definite upside, 1,200 to 1,600 as well. But, um, yeah, no, if it's uh, the true rail, will definitely help him. So, yeah, I can see that. I, I've overpriced Special View, but uh, I went into the race with the blinkers on wanting to back roam and flirt, save phone me, and that's what we've done.
0: Okay, all right. So I think it's time that we take a break and come back with our – episode 92 edition of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind, Brad McManus versus Brennan Fiennes.
1: It is now time for the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition.
0: That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring, it has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance... Drop in, see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you're a one one listener. I was speaking to Butchie on the phone yesterday, Terry, and I think we're gonna have to go up there and record an episode of the one one in the next week or two. If we get a if we get a fine weather day, we can go out there on Butchie's big deck and uh, and record the podcast from there. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Sign okay. me up. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic establishment, the Mundaring Hotel, and they've been with us since day one. So last week, if you uh, take yourselves back seven days, Brad McManus made a statement on debut, he knocked off uh, Mitch McClenney who was a dual carryover mastermind, and now Brad McManus, he is the WA Racing mastermind. Today we have brennan fians on board he is the racing wagering west australia ownership coordinator comes from good stock as well because his auntie is former jockey and now uh has been a trainer prominent trainer for a long long time is paula wag brennan Fiennes, who most people will see at the races on a weekly basis how are you brennan and welcome to the one one
2: i'm good boys thanks for having me on and uh, congratulations for your nominee nomination of so the space for the Creative uh, Technology Racing Media Awards. So <sighs>
1: Thank you, Brennan. We appreciate your congratulations. It's lovely to have you on. Um, you're always probably my favourite smiling face that I see at the races. Have you ever seen him without a smile on his face, BJ?
0: No, he's a good lad, Brennan, uh, uh, he's, and he's great for the game as well. And actually, Brennan, I appreciate the kind words from uh, from Saturday night. Terry and I were both uh, um, a bit a uh, bit desolate after we got knocked off in the media <laughs> awards, but uh, Brennan came over, and pull, pull, pulled me aside, and had a ch- had a chat, and uh, was very uh, was. It's very positive about the things we are doing here at the 1-1. So I really appreciated that, Brennan, and hope you had a great night. And I know that you are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to WA Racing. So uh, hopefully you can take it up to uh, to the mastermind, Brad McManus.
2: Yeah, you put, put the pressure on me today, but I'll try my best.
0: Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on board. And back attempting to make it two wins on the bounce. Brad, Brad Bett. McManus.
2: Hi. How good are these brothers
0: going to be with Brad and Brendan? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Uh, Terry, any thoughts? We'll get it done, yet. yeah. Brad could go with
1: uh, – I, I was just trying to come up with a nickname on the spot for Brad, but nothing um, nothing I can use on air probably,
0: so we'll just go with Brad and Brennan. Does Brad, does Brad want to go overthought? Is that, that his buzzer this week? Or? Yeah, Brad oh, get it.
1: overthought. <laughs> yeah. It's probably – probably... I keep on cooking prices. Yeah. <laughs> you can be uh, – what's his name with the cravat? Uh, Maddie Matt. yeah, Preston, hey, Preston,
0: Preston, yeah. yeah, you're
1: gonna be Maddie Preston
0: now. Yeah, Bre- hey I you know Br- Brennan, Brennan has to bounce, so we better get moving on these questions. Ooh. It's uh Brennan versus Brad. I actually think they might even be in the same building out there in, in Osmond Park, but uh, um, yeah, so this is gonna be a cracker. So, fellas, your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Jerry. Challenger,
1: are you ready? Yeah. That's you, Brandon. <laughs> okay, smooth. <laughs> Champion, mastermind, master butcher chef, are you ready? Indeed.
0: Three, two, one. All right, question number one, gents. The WA Racing Awards night was last weekend. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what trainer put the polish on last season's WA champion two-year-old Brennan?
2: Brennan. Uh, Steve Wolf. Steve Ste- Wolf, with what he's
0: done. Steve yeah, Wolf, yeah. very good. So the, the 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 rest of the question was the uh, WA champion two-year-old and three-year-old race horses of the season, and that was of course Steve Wolf. He got the double. Very well done for uh, for Steve and connections. Brennan is one. Brad, yet to score. Question two. I will preface this by saying that this is a Terry Leighton Perth Racing Guru question. So if you get this right, it's almost worth two points. Here we go. Uh, per, uh, Paul Harvey will get down to a rare 55-kilo riding weight to pilot Icy Red, Icy Red in the Jolly Beggar Stakes this Saturday. The Pontiff has only got down to ride at this weight three times in 2021. Can you name any of these three horses?
1: Yeah, none, none of these half follies from me, lads. A couple, a couple yeah, of around your chins. That's a
2: tough one. I'm yeah. trying to think something that you know Harvey might might own um, <laughs> <laughs> that he would have applied <laughs> for.
0: All right, anything, Brad? Brad? I'll process? have a guess, Brad. I'll have a guess.
2: Bradley. I'll have a, I'll have a guess at got Sass.
0: Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it, Brad. It. Uh, stop Bang. it. Stop
1: it. Bang. Stop it. Bang. Bang. That was uh, the initial question was going to be what was the most recent, but I decided that was too hard, and that was actually the answer to that one as well. So, so um, yeah, yeah. the other two were triple triple missile, and uh, on the same day as triple missile was Arctic Stream, which would have been very difficult to get. But uh, yeah. no, I'm impressed. Yeah. Pat's Brad. got sass. Brad, Brad's got a bit of sass.
0: Brad's back. It's one all. Okay. Okay. Got... Oh, this is another Terry question, but we love it. Question three, Jolly Beggar contestant Jericho, Jericho Missile was a beaten favourite in the 2019 Karakata Plate. Who won that race?
1: Brad. Brad, how did it take that long? How did oh. it take that long?
0: Shouldn't have even got halfway to oh, it. <laughs> was that who won the Karakata Plate that big deep? Dig, D, D <laughs> did that and won. Very good. That is a very question. That
1: one. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put that
2: one
0: in. All right. Uh, how old are you, Brennan? I am thirty-two. Thirty-two. All right. I reckon you'll know. Don't this look one. a day over twenty-five. You'll know this one. Okay. Uh, next question. Name the horse Lindsay Smith trained to win the two thousand and four Victorian Derby.
1: Brennan. Brad. Brennan. I'm blasted Blasted! Another That's another description what? for Terry on Saturday nights as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tearing me. Uh, correct, I think oh, the First, first W A horse to win the VRC Derby, I believe. I think it's
2: probably only
1: one too. So yeah, yeah, right. Well, we might uh, we might be a chance of seeing one uh, this year. Cheerful moment, which uh, I think might be might be getting scratched uh, from Saturday is uh, it's well in the betting for this year's Victoria Derby for Lindsay Smith and potentially uh potentially Paul Harvey if he goes across with the right I'm unsure. So uh maybe we could be seeing
0: another one 17 years later. Mm, that would be some uh, that would be incredible actually. So uh, okay uh, it's two to all. Brennan two, Brad two. This is uh going down to the wire. Here we go.
1: These are two these are two of the sharpest minds. I I reckon whoever gets this question right yep. will win five and if we'll win five in a row. that's Whoa. why this is this is <laughs> the biggest question in the history the history of mastermind 2.0
0: yeah <laughs> all right 2.0. so uh all right here we go sacks on sacks off winning at albany last april qualified him to race in what brad brad there uh, go uh, Jericho. Uh, oh,
1: he's, he's,
0: he's got he's oh, done. Uh, no. it, was a, it. was a photo too. Uh Brad McManus, congratulations, oh. you are you remain the WA Racing Mastermind. Woohoo! Oh, Bradley.
2: Gee, that was Bradley. um, that was some decent competition. Got us over. Um, might have to hit the toilet after this. That was tough work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brandon, uh, Brandon, uh, mate, you were oh so close to knocking off Brad, Ma- Brad McManus. But uh, mate, thanks for jumping on the one-one. Thanks for everything that you do for West Australian Racing and for ownership initiatives across the board. Can you just run us through some of the before you before uh, you. Duck off to a meeting. Uh, I know that you have planned. Can you just run us through some of the some of the things you got in the pipeline, and, and obviously, uh, of course, the return to Ascot coming up.
2: Yeah, look, our, our big competition, Owner Dream, is coming back in January. Um, obviously, winners' share and a racehorse competition open to the general public. It's now in its uh, fifth year. Can you believe it? Um, it's been such a major success. So, uh, five events within four weeks. Um, big prizes on offer too. So, it's um, we'll probably launch that around mid November. So, registrations will open up then. And um, yeah, we'll see how we go. But it's, uh, it's a big, big campaign. So, um, many events and um, all lead up to the Magic Million Perth Yearling Style. So, uh, um, no, look, we're really excited. And um, the only competition of its kind in Australia. So, you know, there's just nothing like it anywhere else. So, Let's hope that the WA trainers get on board and um, we we'll get plenty of uh, new owners in the competition.
0: Excellent. And, of course, we'll be seeing you at uh, the Vantage Bar when racing returns to Ascot very soon.
2: Correct, Yep, yeah. October 9, um, we'll be there each week. Uh, owners of the horse racing on the day, make sure you come up and see us. And um, complimentary drinks, refreshments throughout the day. It's, um, it really is the best seat in the house, the Vantage. I was uh, Lucky enough to be at Eagle Farms for Stradbroke this year and Royal Ramwick for the Championships. And, um, you know, they've got some great ownership spaces. But I tell you what, the vantage is, uh, oh, it's pretty special. So, uh, we look forward to the Tab Masters and Melbourne Cup Day. Um, and we see plenty of owners come from all over the state. And, um, it really is a prime spot and, um, and well deserved to the owners. Obviously, they put on the horses at that, that race on the day. So, they certainly deserve uh, to have that fine, fine spot. So um, we'll make sure that our team uh, give the owners a really good season and um, we look forward to seeing them all. Uh, and
0: that's good man brennan thanks again for jumping on the one one actually we terry and i probably need to get you on to have a have a discussion about own the dream and uh maybe the uh, the podcast can can get involved in in promoting mm. that fantastic initiative as well so once again thanks brennan and uh you were a terrific competition however there can only be one winner and that winner is brad mcmanus brad how does it feel mate
2: yeah that was hard work um I get that Justin free fries on next week you might take care of me so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was yeah. waiting. I'm surprised it took that long. I'm surprised it took till after the conclusion of the quiz. Um, yeah, no, you, uh, yeah, you certainly, um, yep, yeah, you certainly fristed Brennan, and um, yeah, no, it was uh, another good performance. I hate hearing Brad being modest though. There's something, uh, there's something unnatural about it, which I really, I really dislike. So let's so get rid of him.
0: That is too straight. That is too straight masterminds for Brad McManus. Congratulations, mate, and. Uh, uh, once again, will we be seeing you next Thursday? Hearing you next Thursday? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Lock it in. All right. Thanks again, Brandon and Brad. We'll be chatting to you next Thursday.
2: Cheers, James. See you guys.
0: Well, that was hard work for Brad, but uh, he just uh, he just got over the line late with a uh, sacks on, sacks off question, Terry. That would have warmed the heart, surely. A few good memories there for the old boy.
1: Yeah, of course. A few good memories. Uh, one of our uh, one of our regulars, Dan McClure, sharp man himself. He uh, uh, flicked me a, a tweet during the week. or flicked us a tweet during the week that uh, sacks on, sacks off. Obviously, looks a moral on uh, on Saturday, but Jay's um, not as much of a moral as as Bradley McManus, and uh, he's going to be hard to stop, isn't he? He's got a. As we touched on last week, he's got a a real. Um, Range, he's got a real range in his repertoire. Unfortunately, mm. pricing markets isn't one of them. <laughs> 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 nah, just kidding.
0: Um, yeah, he is, he's, yeah. He's, 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 got, um, he's got all the tools at his disposal, mm. does Bradley. So, whoever can, I thought Brennan, Brennan was brave, he uh, he took it right up to uh, to Brad, the reigning mastermind. But uh, 3 2 victory to Brad Bett. Uh, he'll be back next uh, next Thursday and he's earned himself another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, Heart of the Hills, since 1899. And uh, Terry and I, Butchie, if you're listening, Terry and I uh, are very much looking forward to getting up to the Mundaring in the next week or two to record uh, an episode of the One wa Racing Podcast.
1: Look at outside now, BJ. We could have um, we could have gone today. The main reason I said today maybe wasn't the go was the uh, the rain. But it's starting to to clear up. Though it is it is very cold outside. I don't know how your uh, your
0: fragile body doesn't deal with the cold (laughs) all that well. So I believe um, there's some warm weather just around the corner. Oh, there is.
1: But then I'm just I'm actually having a look right now. It starts to rain from next Wednesday again. It's after the warm weather. So hopefully soon. I'm I'm looking forward to sitting on Butchie's big deck. So.
0: <laughs> very good so that is the uh, Mundaring Hotel Girl, on, Racing on, mastermind. <laughs> episode 92 done and we're back race five Millie Park handicap special conditions graduation over the 1400 meters and I imagine most people will be very, very keen on one horse in this particular race. Number three, Cam It just a question, Guru. Is Cam one of your four Morales for the day? Oh,
1: it's probably number one, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, uh, yeah it's probably, probably number one. I think it'll be most people's number one. I've already seen Scotty Embry's, uh, Scotty Embry's and I've seen yours as well. You've got the best of the day next to it and yeah. Scotty's got the best of the day next to it. And I reckon I'll probably just about, uh, I reckon I'll just about um, be the same as everyone. I've marked it the shortest of the lot. Uh, I got it at a dollar eighty. Reckon it, reckon it'll trade sub even money. Um, just looking at the market, like b- before, I'll let you talk about Campezi. But just looking at the rest of the market, you've got OBH at five fifty, and it's been a tough competitor, and it's hard to beat. But the fourteen hundred is a stretch, and it probably doesn't even lead. Mm. So. OBH for me is going to find it awfully difficult. Lone Hand Larry is going super, um, but it's drawn outside of Campesi, and Campesi was a far better run last start. Um, not far better, but it was a better run last start. And then you've got horses drawn wide that I just can't have. So for me, this is the horse that is the focus of all betting attention. And it wouldn't surprise me if it starts sort of a brave Dreamish type price from um, from last week. And um, yeah, should be uh, should be winning. Looks the best on the card.
0: Yeah, I agree. Should be winning. I was 220 Campezy. Uh could have had, Oof, it, could have I'll had like it some of that. Could have had it a bit could have had it short I just there's just a niggling feeling. That's what she said. Now <laughs> <laughs> could have had it I just got this niggling feeling about how genuine Campezy is. So but I don't know there, there was just something oh. something in the back of my oh. mind about that. So but um but that was that was the only reason why it was 220 rather than odds on or $2 or something. I just want to I just, that was just an idea thought bubble floating around there. And then, but that was before I really, that was, this isn't a strong race. Let's put it, let's put it, um, it's weakest. It's weak, uh, as piss. It's, weak as piss. It's, uh, it's 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 a continuation of of a, of uh, the races earlier in the card that really lack lack depth and they're they're really narrow in their focus in terms of what horses can actually win. Um, but so can't it's be- a really nice map as
1: well with the the fact that four of the because it's drawn barrier six four of the runners drawn underneath. Probably be one, two, three, four. Yep. Uh, Rocky Path gets back, which means Chris should be able to slot into fifth or sixth, which whichever back he wants to take there on the back of either Recharger or Karanis. And, um, yeah, the next stop, the moon being in the race, means you're going to have the right tempo in the race. Jeez, it's it, it almost ticks too many boxes. Yeah. and It'll be too many people's best bets. Yeah. Um, it might be Silken Eyes 2.0 all over, but we can't think like that, BJ. Yeah. We all got Captain Chaos up last week somehow. Um, when he looked dead buried uh, down the straight. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know whether to take that as a really good win or as a uh, as as a win. I've I've got some uh, some queries on, um, but yeah, I nah, it was I, a yeah. good win. It was a good, good, good.
0: Yeah, good it was win. a Murray. Yeah, it was a good win, mate. Did you get that Murray Goodwin? You get that joke? No. <laughs> yeah. Ex
1: ex uh, West Australian and Zimbabwe cricketer. Could have gone with Simon. Oh
0: yeah, Murray, yeah Simon. I would have gone. Murray Goodwin. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, he okay. was, he yeah, played okay. for Zimbabwe. Yeah, Murray didn't Goodwin. He. Yeah,
1: yeah. said said, West and Western Australia. That's yep. right.
0: That's right. Yeah, good bat.
1: Scarborough as well. Yeah, local good, cricket. Good Deacon. bat, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Camp Easy. So. Uh, Two starts ago go around second to Captain Chaos beating the long neck. That was after, I'm not sure what happened at his West Australian debut at Northern back on the 15th of July, but <laughs> My, Michael Lane then took him back to a try, trial, which he ran second to, to Chatter Session. From that trial has since been able to maintain a level running second to Captain Chaos, and I think every man and his dog is well aware that uh, he was a morale beaten behind Zephyr Queen last start uh, uh, in the same grade, mm. over 1,200 metres. Kiri Yule uh, has been replaced with a Michael Lane stable jockey, Chris Parnum for this assignment. Uh, Camp Easy, it, yeah, this just does look set up for um, and could be a big day for the lane train actually. Um, but yeah. um, but Camp Easy, again, is another box ticker similar to Roman Fleur in the previous and and it's completely understandable why uh, he is everyone's best bet uh, across across the uh across the various, um, you know, tipping, uh, West Australian tipping analysis, and our an, an, analysts. So, um, but geez, what, can you really make a strong case for, for, for anything else, Guru? Just, it's no, hard. That's, that's it's, it's why just, it's I'm so hard, like, um, That's why betting wise,
1: I'm, I'm happy to, I uh, I'm happy to take the entirety of my bet at the $2. It was, yeah, the sort of $2.30 and in cash early, I'm happy to take the entirety of that because I can't see, a supported runner. If if you do a direct line of form through the current market elect, um, second elect OBH, it's Gunmetal Gray sat deep last week and still got over the top of OBH had the fence. OBH probably doesn't find the fence here over a less suitable journey. Um, The the conditions will suit more though. And Gunmetal Gray and, um, and yeah, and then Campisi uh, beat Gunmetal Grey last time out, so the basically there's an odd light, there's an odd way I'm trying to that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, to makes sense sure. to yeah and- um, but yeah, you don't even need to. Camp Easy if it holds that form and um, and it's not ungenuine ingenuine, yeah, just like you uh, said, then um, yeah, it's uh, it should be winning.
0: Okay. So Campesi, dollar uh, eighty Victorian import, looking to make his uh, to record his first win in Western Australia for his new connections. So I think he, I think they got him for a hundred thousand dollars as a tried horse at one of those one of those uh, online sort of auctions. So, uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, so he's obviously got some um, got some talent. This horse, and I think he's going to be well and truly on his way to repaying connections with victory at Belmont on Saturday.
1: Yes. Okay, race number six, and this is the fourth, BJ, the fourth of the four runners we can chuck together for about a – what's the multi? About 50 to one? It wouldn't be 50 to one, is it? Hang on. What
0: what what was the multi last week? About 14 bucks. Gun medal into – who was the second, Luke? Brave Dream Brave into Captain dream into Chaos. Captain Chaos.
1: Yeah. Captain Chaos. Well, Gunmetal was two seventy. Betfair SP. Brave Dream about dollar ninety. Captain Chaos about three bucks. Um, Betfair SP. So yeah, it was about th- about my at the time. I think it was about thirteen bucks. I um, wasn't smart. Enough to Easy do it game. Myself, but, I um, well, no. yeah. Just this way we can. Last week we've lobbed three together. I'm yep. like a juggler juggling three balls. This week we're going to juggle four
0: balls. Well, you know you're in for a good um, day. Um, when you, you know you know the uh, the punting gods are shining on you and. Gunmetal grey, three wide. No cover of the entire salutes. Captain Chaos, four wide. Looks like getting beaten the entire straight and still wins. It's, oh, thank you, punting God. Uh, yeah. We really you appreciate really appreciate your help. On this occasion, Thank we just you.
1: knew we were on the right horses. That's all. You just got to, you just got to have the right mindset. Um, <laughs> coming from me, uh, it's about forty-five. It's about forty-five to one this multi, and the final leg in the Mrs. Max handicap, yeah. and uh, hopefully we don't take this one back. Is uh, is a La Roller
0: Lane train, um,
1: <laughs> Lane train again? Yeah, just a, a, a real, yeah, another real box ticker here. Um, this was a moment, I think, from McManus. This was our, this was our moment from McManus for the day. Um, he popped up some three dollars eighty earlier, which uh we I'd be yeah, you'd be pretty happy to to really? take the entirety of your bet. Yeah. What, right. what did you, Sorry, are I'm, you what I'm, are you
0: reeling? I'm looking at I'm looking at, <laughs> at Campisi was two sixty opened. I was looking at the wrong horse just the same. Two sixty, yeah. La dollars three
1: eighty. So that that was a little bit of a moment from from uh from B But Master um Martin from the mastermind. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Laferola was, uh, it's a horse. I didn't have a proper read on, I don't think going into its last start. And it was interesting that, um, Michael Lane puts, um, put Kira Yule on his, uh, on his, um, number one runner and Chris Parnham on his number two. I thought that was quite an interesting sort of side note to, uh, to all that. But, uh, Farola, um, Obviously, a debut campaign. It was just a horse, as I said, I didn't have a proper read on. Debut campaign was a jump and run. Two-year-old, second campaign uh, was Satin Sprant from Wide Gates. Uh, the run behind Bumper Humber from last was probably wow. the run of the day. Enormous, yeah. Yeah, then the next campaign is the one I probably didn't have a proper grip on. Uh, the second of Sweet Strawberry. And I think that, that run of Sweet Street Strawberry that day was such a good run. That was a – yeah, it's it's hard to put into words how good a run that was. But the effort to run second from La Farola was – Huge. Um, then the three-year-old plate went over the spruk now looks good. The three-year-old plate went over Tambora. Really put tambora all away. But the run that I probably didn't give enough credit to was the run in the um in the challenge. Went fifth to layer with uh, Jason Brown on board because usual riders had other bookings. Uh, ran the second quickest last two, found some trouble at the top of the straight on a firm mascot track and um yeah, I just didn't quite realise this was one of those promising new season four-year-old brigade, um, and she was quite as good.
0: Um, as I think they had I her pegged know. as an Oaks filly. Actually, uh, she went and okay. missed either during or immediate or after the challenge, and ha- and had to be spelled. But yeah, they had big plans for Laferola and the last horse to beat the Spruiker as well. So, um, oh. yeah. It's good, good stat. That's very yeah. really good stuff. So yeah, no, she she was class, and that you're right. That challenge states run was underrated. Watch her attack the line if you if you're doing your replays, punters. That was uh, that was uh, very very impressive. And then first up, uh, two weeks ago, she was uh, she looked home there for a stride, didn't she? But uh, unfortunately, ran into a fire breathing notorious one who uh, who um, somehow extricated out of a pocket and put her away late.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you take Notorious one out of that race, and she beats the third horse, Downforce, uh, by two point seven yeah, lengths. Yeah. So it was a fair old demolition. Um, yeah, I expect her to be heavily supported. This is a there is some form horses rolling into this race. Um, no, no apology was the last start winner, but really did get a ten out of ten from Brad Parnham on that occasion. Uh, Red Publishers going super in the feature races. It looks a really nice setup with Brad Rewilla going on fifty-seven and a half. A nice draw. Um, it's, it's the horse I actually mark second favorite, um, in this race. I don't think it is the second favorite BJ. Uh, I think your second favorite is no apology. Um, and then obviously you have the, the, the unknown in, uh, in Fangio right down the bottom there, first up for Woy Wodgers, So, uh, intriguing, intriguing little race, but, uh, La Ferole, a barrier three can land, not too far from the speed. Um, Chrissy Parnickman assessed conditions to that stage of the day. Showed it could handle a soft six against a notorious one, and was obviously good on the firm tracks at Ascot. So, yeah, this just trains on. This just gets normal luck, and uh, this is another one we're going to add to the list. I'm two dollars and five cents. La Farola. Wow. Um, there's now only around. Five. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty thin. I, I couldn't. Well, I'm 14 to $15 Fangio, BJ. So yeah. I, I'm I'm a take on a Fangio. I'm a take on Kelly's Callisto with Harry Thomas putting some pressure on. I think Kelly's Callisto found the right race and a couple of times. And
0: goes forward as well, doesn't it? Yeah, they're happy to sit with
1: Magna Force traditionally. So yeah. I think Magna Force will probably park just in behind those two. Okay. Downforce, uh, I give none to from the gate because it's going to be out of its uh, – uh, it's going to be too far back and um, the bar plates come off, which is a, probably a positive. But um, I think when you just lay this race down, it's, uh, it's La Ferole's race to lose, BJ.
0: Okay very confident the guru laferola laferola on top for me I wasn't 45 as, 45 bucks the multi I wasn't I wasn't as Ooh. short with my pricing I was 280 laferola um okay. the PRG 205 so if you uh if you want to snap up some of that 27260 on offer it sounds as though this well, this man is going to be a popular uh, popular selection it, well, I'll say that's my price is two hundred five.
1: At this current price, I'm expecting that yeah, I'm expecting that there will be Money. the runners I just mentioned. A few of those will stay firmish in the market. So look, I've, I've yeah for the remainder of my bet, I, I probably may hold off and wait for the exchange. But in saying that, I do think this will be very very popular with punters. La Farola.
0: Yeah, I agree. So we're aligned there. La Farola. Uh That's the fourth. Was that the fourth? Fourth of your four leg mega. That is mega multi. Number four. Mega, mega, mega 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 multi. multi, Yeah. The mega, mega multi. Yeah. I'm. That could be your bet fair best betting proposition of the day. And you're Maddie. So up and about.
1: That's well, yeah, we're, we're lucky on this platform. Um, yeah. I don't know what Justin has on his platform, but on this platform, we're quite lucky to be able to mix and match. And uh, anyone can tip a two dollar pop as their best, but it will add a bit of, add a bit of venom to it and, and chuck, a, chuck a few on a line. It makes it uh, a bit more exciting. So, um, yeah, we'll go the the four timer, we'll go the Hawthorne, we'll go the Hawks,
0: four timer. Okay. All righty, race seven,
1: the race seven. Um, I am me as a, I was a little bit... Uh, ah, there we go. I actually I genuinely didn't have it up. I was uh, I was a bit sloppy there. That Deccan was uh, on, onto it early. That's um, good to see that Quayclean are um, <laughs> really expanding to Group 1s in uh, in Melbourne, isn't it? That's, right. that's pretty big stuff, isn't it? Quayclean's Quay gone like,
0: international. I'm, Dude, the fa- so. I'm
1: the face of the company, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a different company, though, because that's not... Clean. But um yeah, look let's let's just move on. Let's just move on. I've lost interest in the rest of the card now. No, I haven't. Um what do you what do you like here, BJ? A staying race? Does it accelerate? Do they catch it? Does it lead?
0: Yeah, well I wrote in the leg up that it's they do tend to take turns in these middle distance ratings races. Uh now, but in saying that, I thought that it was a really good race again for sugarcane doesn't really string them together um does sugarcane but gets in again with 55 kilos from a low draw pike sticks just going to get it really soft has one off strong uh, off fast to um uh, faster than average tempos which i think i think they could there's a possibility they might roll along a touch Make this a genuine test of twenty-two hundred meters. she Stays well. Another horse who's got an outstanding record with the with the wizard in the saddle. He just seems to be the one that uh, that um, she goes best for, and which is understandable because uh, he's the best in the business. But um, you know, I, I've got a bit of time for Born to Try. Jury's a bit out on Picture Perfect. Accelerate. I uh, I do like, but he can be a bit be a bit flaky with his peak performances. Accelerate went really really good, went really really fast the other day on a um, uh, considering the the going, but but um, Red Dwarf franked it a bit. Sorry, yeah yeah, Red Dwarf red, was Red Dwarf was, yeah, 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 red, right, yeah Red Dwarf was. Huge. I've got no doubt about Accelerate's talent, but. He just, just how often he can yeah. hit, hit that mark and whether he can do it for two two runs in a row he sort of has a, has, has a peak performance and then sort of can come off the face of a cliff quite quickly so but yeah feels that,
1: like more of a steady campaign yeah. they haven't they've gone 950 16 21 and he only ran well at the 1600 metres like exactly. you wouldn't have expected him to, to finish in photo uh, over a mile Which So suggests um, that he's,
0: he's in a good space course yeah maybe yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that was my only query with Accelerate if he if he turns up in a similar vein to that class three victory with 59 kilos midweek last start then he should win again if he's if he comes back a bit off that peak then i think a horse like sugarcane can maybe work him over late or born to try They're, they're the three that i'll be focusing on
1: yeah, I uh, I'm willing to play bet for here. My market's pretty tight with what's happening at the moment. I'm three dollars thirty. Accelerate five dollars. Born to try five eighty. Picture perfect, and I've actually got sugarcane seven
0: bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the most I could have. Which sugar is about cane. about right though, because she doesn't. She just doesn't. It's not. She's not a horse that she's not a picket fence horse. She, when 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 everything like lines up for her, she can win. But yeah, nah, exactly, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. I just had that
1: decoy noxious um, overthought sort of form lines. Red dwarf form lines, perhaps a rung below the born to try picture perfect yeah. form lines for yeah. the journey. Yeah. But they've got the they've obviously got the kids on, and yeah. maybe especially born to try how much sound. Um, how much of a platform it has going into this, uh, a little freshen up now. It's a milder 2,200. Um, yeah, Now this is, this is a very open race. You run this race four or five times, you probably get four or five different results. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look at bet fair cause none of the early prices have pushed me towards a bet and, um,
0: and see what it's doing on the day and work around those odds. Okay. Yeah. I was $4, uh, accelerate five dollars, sugar cane. Mark, accelerate favorite, but um, just, just. There's a couple of little queries floating around about for mine anyway about accelerate and how yep. often he can no, uh, he can hit that mark. But um, if he does, it's his race. Otherwise, sugar cane is and and born to try the biggest dangers for mine. Yep,
1: very good, very good. The um, sometimes with those staying races, you get in a roll sometimes, mm. like you're seeing them well, and you go bang, 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 and you, it all. Uh, you sort of. You find the right horse, the right race, Um, yeah, but uh, it's a hard thing to do. Anyway, we're on to the uh, we're on to the Jolly Beggar, the the JB Stakes, uh, the hundred thousand dollar race over the one. Do you
0: know much about Jolly Beggar,
1: the horse? No, no. Jolly Beggar didn't even know it was a
0: horse. Jolly Beggar is in the West Australian Racing Hall of Fame. This horse won a caricature Plate at two. A WA Derby at three, a Perth Cup at four, and a Doncaster Handicap at Randwick as a six-year-old. So this was yeah, fair fair horse, jolly beggar. So he won the he won the 1908 Carrickana Plate. 1908. 1908. Were you there for that one? (laughs) 1908 jolly beggar he sweated up mm. in the yard bad that day but um but yeah he still still <laughs> <laughs> still managed to uh get the job done so what a horse so he's uh he's yeah. a worthy worthy hall of famer he's jolly beggar carracata derby perth cup dig deep could only win one of those so there you go it says something about <laughs> jolly Beger.
1: well we're still going we're still going what have we won we want a old comrade uh a Karakata, uh, uh, a rhythmic. I had right. Hannah, handicap. Yeah. We've won. Yeah, we've got a fair bit. Yeah. Um, hang on. Sorry, that's when we record the show in four weeks' time. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, but how, what did you make of this race? What did you make of it? Difficult. I I uh, I, th- I thought it was
0: um I thought it, I thought I did think it was very tricky actually I mean I saw the the market was out by the time I got around to doing the form for this race so which is always mm-hmm. don't you think it's it's always a bit hard when you notice the market and it sort of it has I it don't sort look of, yeah. I know so it just came up. Uh, on the right hand side of Chris and uh, that's what she said yeah <laughs> came up on the right hand side of Chris and I sort of got a glance at it and I was like, oh, it sort of sort of skewed me a bit so I imagine mm. that you were able to uh, to look at this through fresh eyes so. but for me I, I found it a, a real challenge because I see red I see red a, a horse who's um, who who uh, I've um been I've been following and, and you've obviously got a good association with all the way back from his debut in Kalgoorlie. That was a that was a really good win to get over the top of of all day session first up. But then he steps up in grade to the to this which is a seventy seven plus, gets his first opportunity to match motors with some season quality sprinters. And um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see see how he measures up. But you did throw a question in the mastermind and which could be the which could be a big key or a big piece of the puzzle paul harvey riding 55 kgs which is a rarity but uh he is doing it to to make sure that he secures the mount on icy red icy red and the jolly beggar on saturday what are you taking how much of that do you take into consideration
1: uh, well, Luke Luke told us that he, uh, he rang him and asked him, and Harvey didn't sound too keen. And then he said, "Oh, it's icy red." And then Harvey was pretty keen. So obviously, Paul likes the horse, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Um, getting the ride on a uh, a short price favourite in a over the thousand. Um, but yeah, I, I look. I see red. I see red went up three dollars fifty with uh, with Bradbett first thing yesterday, and I um, I was like, right, oh, we hopped to a little bit of that, and I was thinking, yeah, we'll tip that at that price. That's definitely the go because I'm two. Eighty, I see red. I see red, but now at two dollars thirty across the board, you sort of go well. It's it's no longer the bet. It's no longer where we want to focus our attention. So, um, yeah.
0: It's, so you're I think you're, it's a, you're changing lanes. Well, it's all price orientated, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, of it's of
1: That's that's the thing. It's 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 everything's price orientated with me. I can.
0: So you're, um, you're on you're on I see red. I see red the overs, right? So what happens now?
1: Well, I've only got a small bet just mm-hmm. to, to bet what I can win on the. Um, on the, the limits of the counts. Um, but from a race point of view, I mean, how, how did you map it? Like, I think that's probably the best way to assess this is,
0: Jeff, Charlton Eddy, um, leading the race. I had, there's a few different permutations, but I, I yeah. settled on Charlton Eddy crossing, I see red, I see red. I, I think they'll be happy to let Charlton Eddy cross and lead.
1: Yeah, that was my thought process too. I don't think it's an impossibility for IC Red to IC Red to kick up and lead. Yeah, not impossible, um, but I don't know
0: whether they, they that's the preferred option I think or not. That,
1: I think the plan will just be where it's happy. Yeah. I think the, the plan is just sort of, um, yeah, let the horse, um, yeah, tell them if it wants to lead or wants to sit on its back. And, and that, uh, the, I, the fact it let down nicely the other day, and I think Luke's always been saying that, is I don't think there'll be any issues doing so. I think if they go straight to the top, it'll be hard to beat. Yeah. Um, but with a sit on Charlton Eddie's back, there's always that little bit of a concern that Charlton Eddie's not going all that well. It's grand dead last. Us two and two separate campaigns. potentially um, excuses for the pair, but maybe not as well. It just maybe isn't going that well. So you don't want a horse stopping on you. Know, I, I had don't fuss in the breeze. Now, besides Paul Harvey himself, who's the jockey you do not want to be trying to push out underneath?
0: Oh, good William luck. Pike. Good luck. Yeah, yeah good luck. Pike, yeah. Same. yeah, he puts you in a vice sometimes, doesn't The pikey, you just, yeah. uh, good luck. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, Harvey is probably the biggest at doing it, but pikey would be number two. Um,
0: yeah. I, I thought that would be, once again, be aggressive with Starfield Impact again. Magic Mike, just, yeah. uh, just handlebars uh, down a situation three again. Three wide line? Yeah, three yeah. Three you, wide if line? If, it, if, it, if, she can't, if she can't cross to the breeze, then yeah, for sure, yeah.
1: Leading the three wide line, I, yeah. I think that um they'd like to go forward with reflectivity, but I think back to the thousand, it, it might not have the dash to yep. get there. So it, it's gonna be prominent. And Ambionte um, will sort of of
0: Ambionte will be kicking up trying to hold a spot, yep. whether he can or not. I don't know.
1: So Ambionte kicks up to hold a spot. Son of a god and um son of a god's a better horse probably racing closer to the tempo. Um, I think they'll be happy with the three wide line. So I don't think Son of it got to be defensive out of the gates, but Chrissy Parnum is a, is a patient jockey. So it's one. And then you've got excellent dream from eight. What, what do you envisage um, the plan will be there? Do you, do you think that'll be a cold ride with um, perhaps the Farnley or something else in the future as, as the main aim? What, what's your thought process? Because it's not impossible. that excellent dream could lean up the three wide line. Yeah,
0: initially I thought, so, yeah. initially I thought that, I would, that would go forward. Uh, however, mm-hmm. uh, there's this... It's just a messy map for Excellent Dream. So I imagine, first up for the A. Miller Yard, that they'll be a bit more conservative. Maybe maybe uh, grab old, try to find a three-wide trail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's basically there's a lot happening. We're going to see a three-wide line. Have you got queries on Charlton Netty?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, major queries, Charlton Eddie. So it's one of those races where... They could bunch, um, as I said. I, I, yeah, he was, was be beaten. He was beaten
0: a long way from home the other day, which was uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I don't. That's a concern
1: coming. Yeah, that's a concern too. Whether, two, uh, two whether Sean and
0: Jake Casey would obviously he's doing. He must be working well at home, or whatever, because you would have on. That's a sort yep. of that's almost like a spell or let up, freshen up, start again type run, you know. But they've pushed on with him, and they're going to. So yeah, he must be. They must be happy with him at least to accept
1: yeah exactly right mm. and uh, if he finds his best form this maps a it's a dream yeah um he's definitely a, a winning chance but uh, look, the only horse that we haven't spoke about from a possible speed map point of view is jericho missile and i reckon jericho missile might be the uh the forgotten runner here um if this was 1200 meters i'd probably just about declare jericho missile but jericho missile is definitely a better horse over 1200 um not the thousand. but um If you go back through Jericho, especially the the last run with the apprentice on from last, it was huge uh, the way he hit the line. Um, Ran ran
0: second in this race last year, by the way.
1: Ran second in this race behind Money Matter last year. While I say, He's a horse that's going really, really well. The heavy 10 run two back, he's a horse better on top of the ground. That's why I'm really – I'd love to see a soft five um, come the day. But I, the, the way I see this brace being run and potentially all bunching up, and if I see Red does find a bit of bother on the back of Charlton Eddy – I reckon Jericho missile clearly runs the quickest last 200 here. And I can't justify Jericho missile being 20 bucks and don't fuss being $4.60. Yeah. I just don't feel like there's that much of a differential in their chances in this race. So, look, I'm, I'm, I'm $7.50 Jericho missile, so I haven't got it super short or anything. But again, at $20 each way, and the way with a messy map and just a messy way this race looks, and a horse that goes really nicely for Kira Yule, um, I think this looks winnable. If they can find the right back, if they're on the Back as son of a god or whatnot. I, I think this 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 looks really winnable um yeah but it looks winnable for half the field to be honest
0: yeah I was ten dollars jericho so um i i thought he was the knockout for mine uh swooping late but um but yeah I, I'm sticking with the icy red icy red icy red obviously the price I was I was thinking high twos maybe stretched him out to three dollars um so that price what, what price are you Oh, I was three dollars. I settled on three dollars.
1: Oh, how, how can we tip him at two thirty then?
0: Well, I've, I've already I've already done it in in my leg up, so I can't really do the leg uh, up. I'm just staring. I'm else. just staring. Yeah. Um, oh, you can. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I Often do that.
1: Price has changed, then everything changes.
0: So that so icy red, icy red on top. I thought that uh, Don't fuss is racing really well. Bennett off, Pike on. I can see why there was um, why he's he's hard in the market. That horse as well, uh, 460 compared to IC Red. IC Red's 230. So it, yeah, I, I didn't really know what to do with the the two Simon A Miller runs. Although I do expect a more a better performance from Son of a God coming back in grand. I think they're just going to be a little bit more, more patient with him, uh, conserve, peel and let him hit the line. But uh, but yeah, just going to stick with Icy Red. Icy Red from a tipping point of view, the price isn't there though. So at the moment um, uh, my hands are tied in, in that regard. I tend to think it might get back out again Icy Red. Um, the data. What's, is the, da- what's big, the data telling me? Big, yeah, dollar um, ninety type thing. The right. data is
1: big. Oh, I see red. I see red, and it's a. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to Crip this morning, and it's it's sort of it's he's showing consistency with a particular rating, which puts him sort of ahead of this field. It hasn't been just like a flash in the pan run. So, um, yeah, he. Uh, he, he could be the real deal. But the funny thing is, and we'll talk about the last in a second. You've got the all day session form and yeah. all day sessions going around at seven dollars in an easier yeah, race which when there is, was nothing between them. So, which,
0: so the, um, the the data on you know the data has him sure it's just data. I think the uh, the the you know with Brad's initial price as well and with my three dollars is um it was the class rise, you know what I mean. He, like, how's he going to handle yep. this? But uh, but the data suggests that he's uh he's he's well uh, according to Terry's he's, he's uh, going to be too fast. So we'll see how we'll see how it pans out. I think I think IC Reds a really really progressive four year old on the up. Um, gets in well at the uh, well place at the weights. Um, so yeah, we'll see if he can measure up to this company. But um, yeah, nice horse.
1: Yeah, IC Red my uh, market elect, but uh, current prices. Jericho missile each way at twenty yeah, bucks. Yeah, we'll be, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Happy I'll, to be on. Sorry, yeah. I'm just I'm just giving you a bit of a stir. There a bit of a rub up there, haven't I? No, no, that's okay. Uh, the um, but yeah, what what price did you have IC Red initially before markets came out? Uh, I am two dollars eighty, but yeah. I had a that was I had it three dollars before looking at the data. Yeah, and I yeah. changed it
1: to two dollars eighty. I don't let the data really affect me a huge amount in that sense. Yeah. Um, but
0: um, but it's more but yeah. of a more of a guide as to how the how the market may may play out. So that two thirty, so it might not bounce back out too far from the current two thirty quote. So uh, anyway, we'll yeah. see what that
1: does. I, I find that when I do the markets without the data, I'm far more accurate than with the data. To be honest. So okay. um, yeah, all right. It is. Uh, it's now time for a uh, remote, remote a TV remote control version of the uh, the get out stakes S T E
0: A K. S, BJ, the extremely popular get-out steaks, ever increasing in its popularity as a get-out steaks, brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Bell Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, one of the legends of the game, he he and his team they run a tight ship and they are terrific operators out there at Market City Meats. So drop in, say good day. Timmy will look after you, that is for sure and certain. So congratulations to our Episode 91 winner, Kieron Loveridge. Kieron, what a day. So how is this? He's he's nailed the exact 0.22 length margin with Captain Chaos in the get-out and then Kieron went to the awards night, Saturday night, and uh, a horse that he part-owns, Exportman, claimed the uh, champion two-year-old of, of the season. So he has turned Gosh. one on. Easy game, yeah. All the way from Albany, putted up for the weekend, and just was just dominant across the board. So yeah. put, um, put him away, put him away. <laughs> so uh, a weekend to remember for uh, for Kieran, and he uh, he put a photo up of his collect uh, from Market City meets on Twitter as well. So we always appreciate celebrating the wins with our listeners. So to enter this week's Get Out Stakes race nine at Belmont on Saturday. Hit us up at the11pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And just FYI, listeners, the second decimal has been crucial in in separating some some absolute thrilling, nail-biting results lately. So don't forget, it's very important if you want to succeed in this game, Terry. And something you can't forget also, of course, is the Sam Wright rule.
1: First in, best
0: dressed. First it was best dressed the other night. He really scrubbed up well. First in best dressed. Uh, at the awards night? Yeah, it was, a, it was the best dressed. Actually, I saw Brennan was wearing a bow tie. Looked uh, very, yeah, very dapper, very, very did Brennan. Um, so that uh, – Pete Anthony's – Yes.
1: Pete Anthony's <laughs> came, came straight from um, – He came straight from um, – <laughs> It like he came uh, straight
0: w- from a Nine Inch Nails uh, concert or something like that, did Pete Anthony actually. Yeah, he looked – Looked like he came straight from a <laughs> WWE matchup. The, the Undertaker outfit just,
1: just straight into the awards. So, um, no, it was that uh, no, was everyone dressed up very well. L. Fernie, I was disappointed that he told me he was going to wear the footy shorts, and uh, <laughs> he uh, he blew the dust <laughs> blew the dust off the old suit, and uh, nah, it looked a million bucks.
0: What about the anyway. uh, the Durant Racing? Got the whole stable up on stage. How many stars yeah, do they like, have? Bloody hell.
1: Yeah, there's a bit happening there, wasn't there? It? <laughs> well, it's, it's a good good operation, and there's plenty of uh, yeah, plenty of plenty of sharp ones and and fast ones and that could, are uh, coming get, out. Of that they yard could at the put
0: moment. them all on the uh, on the stable. There's a cast of thousands out there at, at the uh, Durant Racing Establishment, but um, but yeah, so but yeah, no, nah, it was a good good night. Uh, it was it was had by all. And um, do you reckon Stevie Parnham's? Um, Recovered from the ear-bashing you gave him on Saturday no, night, too?
1: I, I don't know if Stevie listens, but, uh, yeah, I think I was, uh, yeah, just trying to impart some advice and just talking racing. I just got a bit – I was just off the bit, as I said. Just maybe um, maybe going toe-to-toe with them, eating on the, on the red wines wasn't uh, too sharp, but, yeah. Uh, it was all uh, it was good fun it was a very good fun night and uh, yeah I really enjoyed uh, our conversations <laughs> that I remember in depthly.
0: <laughs> race nine is the furfy handicap the get out stakes uh, we a-
1: told a couple of those
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh 1000 meter ratings 66 plus day uh, handicap to finish jolly beggar stakes day and now what's going on here friend of the podcast LK Luke Bernie he has thrown a real spanner in the uh, in in the mix here, hasn't he? Um, spin the knife. Yeah. Shadowcloth number 12, a three-year-old having its four-star in a race, taking on the older horses in a uh, Reading 66-plus event. So on paper, oh, 55, 55 kgs, minimum weight, William Pike on board. However, dig a little bit deeper, and this – this three year old should actually be carrying 52 kilos. So A, it's a 65 rater in a 66, so it should have, if there was no minimum, it should have 54.5 and then it's missing out on its two and a half kilo uh, three-year-old allowance for uh, for this time of the year. So in actual fact, it's not all that well in at 55 when it should be carrying 52 kilos. How much do you take that into consideration when assessing this race, especially considering it's only a 1,000-meter journey? And also, how rare is it to see a, uh, a new season three-year-old taking on the older horses in uh, in September,
1: yeah, um, I definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, it is different. I went through for a bit of sort of precedence in regards to how, um, forgetting the penalty, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. I'm sure Spin the Knife would get there and uh, it would get to its rating pretty quickly uh, if it won the Karakata It would be carrying 58 in this race or 59 or try to do some mental math. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It'd be carrying a lot more. Um, so it is what it is in that sense, um, but yeah, obviously it would have been a lot nicer to find a sixty plus where it would have got in on the minimum rather than a sixty six plus on the minimum. Know, but um, obviously
0: it goes good, so um, yeah, it goes and,
1: very well. I and, think I think Luke's pretty excited about Saturday and, and, with that uh, with spin another, the knife.
0: And another element to it is it, it dashed up in a four hundred meter trial just on Monday as well. So the Monday to the Saturday, yep. the, the uh, some people that's a. It's a massive red flag. Well, f- so um, For
1: me, it's a massive red flag. Usually yeah. that's over the, the 400 metres is probably a different story because <laughs> um, the horse is probably going to have that type of search and gallop once or twice during the week. You'd think at home before the race. So um, it's just that it's been, um, it's just that it's been made public, I guess. And the fact yeah, there yeah. it was a trial. It was um, machine-like too, yeah, not
0: Bloody hell. 23 yeah. on the bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the time, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: especially with a heavy uh, heavyweight jockey in the saddle in Mitch pavement so um, it wasn't like it was car- carrying a feather either um yeah, look, I don't, I don't know what to make you spin the knife here. It's, it's a really difficult one to place. Uh, I marked it a, a $5 favorite, but it wasn't the horse I really wanted to focus on or be on. I, I knew that this will probably be the the supported runner, I'm presuming. Pike, Barrier One, uh, up-and-comer. Um, his figure on debut was huge. Uh, yeah, he could blouse us. You know, if he kicks up and holds out Olga Louisa, he could um yeah, he could blouse this, but there's a chance they sit. Uh, he did sit. He, he made a mess of the starter once um, last campaign and in a trial as well from memory. So if they, do, if they are forced to sit, it's a different race and a different kettle of fish there yeah, as well. Yeah, so w-
0: went back from gate 12 in the supremacy and um, flash late in the race won by Lee. Well, that was a good, yeah. good form reference. It was a really, really eye-catching performance. So, so he doesn't have to lead as such but no,
1: I don't have many form references from early season, three-year-olds. And I was trying to find a couple all day session as discussed a few weeks ago, raced against the older horses, uh, as a new season, three-year-old that was in November though. And, um, absolutely gave them a scene to a good, a good bunch of, um, a good bunch of runners too, and gave them a scene to be carrying weight. So yeah, look, it's, it's very interesting. I, I, the new season, four-year-olds make sense for me. Um, but the new season three year olds who knows? I'm yeah, I'm intrigued to see what happens here. And this is a, I think, the last few get out of stakes, BJ's have been pretty uh notorious. One Captain Chaos has been some real popular runners, and I think Spin the Night will be the most popular runner here. Um, but, 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 there's gonna
0: um, be, be plenty. There's, there's a few different options, isn't there? Around, yeah, Spin it, not, exactly sure. right, yeah.
1: Exactly right.
0: Which way? Which way are you going? Well, I just I'm backing in Luke Fernie. He looks. He had a bit of a swagger on Saturday night. Looks like he's he's pretty happy <laughs> with where the where his team's at, where the operation and the direction it's heading. This is wild, wild placement from from Luke Fernie, but uh, it's just so unique that I'm just going to have to back him in. I've got to spin the knife on top. Uh, How'd you mark it? Yeah. Well, how do you, I, I? I landed i just landed on 380 but um yeah i don't even know what, what is it at the moment 370 365 or man. something like that but but yeah it was a funny odd race to price but um i just thought like for him to be ambitious in this way uh book pike look at uh, look at this race as, as a as as the first up assignment for spin the knife and with with that kind of bold um, decision making then you've got to back your man in don't you yeah i've yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, i think so I, yeah but, <laughs> yeah i don't know, no, I, I, don't I, don't know. I, I, I just i went all i went spin the knife all day session loves the belmont thousand flying uh the map it could be could be a little bit sticky for all day session but it's um you can't can't fault it's recent thousand meter form and then of course you got your established thousand meter horses mood swings goes Goes good. Uh, our boy Dylan was very sharp down the pinjo a thousand, and and Silken Eyes I expect to, to to rebound and put in a better performance. So, and that's le- that's not even factoring horses like Strathmore Rose, who's um, who hasn't done anything wrong really for Roy Rogers and Chris Parnham, and and of course um, Olga Louisa, who probably can't win but is is jumping, running, and and being consistent. So there's a few different ways mm. to, to look at this race, but I thought if Spin the Knife is the horse that He's projected to be he could just be too good for them but if not a horse like all day sessions or mood swings could uh could be the winning the winning go
1: how's all day session um seven bucks in a 66 plus and uh, I see Red in a 78
0: plus going around at $2.30. And All Day Session wasn't and even really at the suited swings, last
1: night. So. No, yeah. not at all. It was going too well. Brad couldn't restrain and find the cover that he wanted to. And he was forced to sort of go to the top and he was a sitting duck late. So, like, it's arguable that All Day Session was a better run than um, than IC Red, IC Red. They both had merit for their own reasons. But, um, yeah, look, it's been the just getting a little bit short for me. I mm-hmm. sort of marked it favourite, but a longer favourite. Um, I've got... Strathmore Rose and our boy Dylan a lot longer in the market and mood swings and an all day session at around that like $7 all day session. I'm for, what was I, about five bucks all day session and six bucks mood swings. So they're not really big bets or anything of that nature at this stage. But um but with all day session, you, you really want to wake up and see if, if, it, if it's still a soft seven on on Saturday morning. You go, oh, here we go. There or if go. Uh, you yeah. see, I, I see red, I see red, I see red, put them away in the, um, in the feature race the race before then again you probably go jesus seven bucks all day session is looking wonderful if that price is still there um but yeah a lot of a race with a lot of different permutations pretty happy to take on strathmore rose at the 420 it's one that i've uh i've marked around and um a watch bj a watch um sue olive has bought a lot of horses at dispersal sales recently and if she can get the best out of mystical view um it can win this race. Clint Johnson and Porter Barrier too. It's a a really nice setup, but there's a lot of trust required uh, if you're going to have a punt. So uh, good luck for, for Sue Olive and the team. I think they spent... Oh, from memory, it was 100 grand. Yeah, uh, 100 plus, um, I think. It might have been 140 or something, yeah. Yeah, they've spent a couple of bobbies. So, uh, look, for their sake, um, I hope that Mystical View runs a nice race. And, uh, yeah, it's probably more from a breeding point of view with Mystical View, I'd say. But uh, her best is, um, yeah, more than good enough. Her best, and she's favourite here, in all fairness. So, good luck
0: to the team with Mystical View. Okay. All right, so yeah, it's uh good luck. <laughs> good not only good luck to the Team Whistle View, good luck punters yeah. working out this get out stakes. This is a tricky one, but um, so if you're if you manage to, to get this right then uh, then hats off to you because yeah, this is this is a bit more challenging than than the uh, half trackers that uh, half volleys that have been dished up in the last few weeks. So but that brings our preview mm-hmm. to a close. Let's take a break and we'll come back with our bet fair best, our maddies, and our lays of the day. Punters, it is our, it was time for our betfair best betting propositions of the day. Over to the Perth Racing Guru. What's your bet fair best, mate? Uh,
1: my bet fair best is race number five, campesy All up. Race number six, Laugh Roller. All up. Race number four, Roman Flirt. All up. Race number one, General Grant.
0: That's out of order, but we get
1: <laughs> I've done I've done that in in preferential. Order oh, okay, I've done gotcha. that in preferential. So if you yeah. want to do the double or trebles, or yeah. if you're thinking that way, yeah.
0: focus it in that sort of order. That, that makes that's sense. that's the order of confidence. Is that right?
1: That's the order of confidence and yeah. he also, I think, very close to the order of marked
0: him as well. So, okay. Yeah. I'm with you. So there you I'm, go. I'm with you. Camp Easy is my bet fair best of the day as well. Uh, okay. Lay. Who are we laying? I found it really. my lay. My, Lockie Taylor and my lay one last week. Polizia. Um Yeah. And Muppet, no. <laughs> Muppets. Dead set. Fair dinkum. What'd you mine like?
1: won because I, uh, well, on the Betfair Edge, I laid Montelay and about with you blokes. I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be a wanker and take on uh, Red Dwarf. So I laid it for the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it ran third. <laughs> it was it was actually, the... I was laughing at the Mate, time. It was a
0: big run. It was a big run. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, okay. Who'd you lay? Uh, race nine, Strathmore Rose. I'm surprised
1: it's equal favourite. Um, I think it'll drift wildly from that mark. So, yeah, no major lays on the card, but race Nine number ten Strathmore Rose is well unders at that price for me.
0: I'm taking on race one number one Speedy Miss. I think that's General Grant's race to to win, and I just think uh, Speedy Miss four twenty second fave. I'm happy to take take on that mare um, in the opening event of the day. Madness. Uh, well, I've just, my best is 45 to one. So
1: it's hard to, um, it's hard to, uh, <laughs> it's hard to top that, but, uh, we'll go for an individual runner this week and I've, I have backed Jericho missile each way. So, um, yeah, Jericho missile, I'm, I'm just under, I'm under the $10 and you can get 20 bucks each way. Um, also shout out to, um, to Lindram Walter, who I uh, mm. I think will be probably running for third. Um, but yeah, it's a rarity. It's a rarity you get to take um, near $20 for a, a pie course. You actually give us some type of outside chance. But uh, race eight, Jericho missile, a bunched field, quickest last 200. Back yourself. One of the owners will be saying, <laughs> <first race. laughs>
0: yes, back yourself. I'm with you again. Jerko Missile was my Maddie of the day. Uh, honourable mention. No, don't be surprised to see a horse by the name of Barrow Magic running cheeky race in race four over over the mile in the uh, that's in the Roman Flirt race. Barrow Magic best available twenty dollars at the moment. That's my honourable mention from a Maddie point of view.
1: So a good uh, good trial behind dictator. We yet to see how dictator goes at the races though. He yet to make his debut. But, um, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a good trial
1: behind dictator, wasn't it? It was a good trial behind the dictator.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, well named dictator. So, mm. uh well that's uh, that's
1: it. That's it. That's We're uh, we've got there. We're at
0: the end. A remote edition. I'm looking forward to seeing
1: you next week, BJ. Um, thank you to Nat Francis for coming on as well. I, I'm yet to hear the interview, so I'm looking forward to. Uh, to tuning in, um, well, as soon as it comes out on on Twitter and, and whatnot later uh, later this evening with everybody else, a uh, lot of things I want to learn from now. Thank you to last week's guest, Lockie. Who have we got coming up?
0: Uh, not sure about next week, but Giulio Santorelli in two weeks' time.
1: Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of names we need to interview, and um, I reckon Darren. Darren McCauley is one we've got to uh, got to do the in-depth dive within the uh, in the coming weeks as well. I reckon, BJ. So let's add him to our ever-growing list. And um, can we can we can we put the call out for Colin Pierce for the for the mastermind yeah, next week? Yeah,
0: Colin Pierce. Yep, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's uh, let's did, give McManus a did, bit of a, a bit respond, of a challenge. Do you respond to your you threw down the
1: gauntlet No, no nothing. No. No, I thought he was a listener as well, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, good luck if you're having a punt on the weekend. Good luck in Kalgoorlie as well. It's a thin old Cool Guard. He cut only three horses above the uh, the minimum. So, um, yeah, it's a race that one of the yeah. locals could potentially uh, could snare. So I'm going to do that race as soon as we finish up here. And also, BJ, one thing we didn't get to do, um, obviously with your, uh, your four-page written speech, you didn't get to, to burl out um, on Saturday night. Well, the main thing is we just want to thank our, uh, our uh, ever-patient um, producer and editor and uh, just all around wonderful human being uh your sister jen uh does a huge job analyzing the seven hours of footage uh, seven hours of audio and narrowing it down to uh, to to it a bit so uh thank you to jen um your work is never uh under appreciated until next week on the one one <laughs>